Hello everyone and welcome back to the JoyClicks Gamescast. This is episode 96. I'm your host, Christian Buckley. Joining me as always is the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz. How are you? Car- um, you know a nerd that they Carlos, right? On yes, Twitter. of course. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. of course, right. Uh, he's been he's been giving me a name that I I had never heard of, and like he's he's he said it twice. I don't know if you've caught it. He's been calling me the Prince of Hype. How do you, how do you feel? I don't know. Do I bring the hype? I mean, I guess I guess I bring the hype. Yeah, but hmm. You br- you bring very specific hype, right? Yeah, like I feel like I don't have the like Gatorade hype mentality, but I have a different. I definitely yeah. feel like I have a different energy. You know what I'm saying? If it's if it's related to PlayStation or cloud, oh, facts. strife, not like the services. That's the hype. <laughs> <you bring. laughs> cloud, anything cloud, I'm down. If it's yeah. cloud, cloud gaming on the Switch, I'm down. Stadia, I'm down. <laughs> is this oh, is this man. episode 100? It's not. No, I, I said it's 96. We're almost there. Oh, we got four more. What? Okay, so oh, you. Mm, okay. If it's four weeks from now, that's dangerously mm-hmm. close to. Uh, oh wait, no, I'm leaving on Friday. Never mind, we're good. I was gonna say like there's a Miami trip that I might miss, but I won't because I leave on Friday and I come back Tuesday, so we're good. Mm. We're good. Okay. We're good. Okay. Well, yeah, look forward to a hundred. We're still figuring out what's going on there. But uh, Kevin, before we dive into the show this week, of course we have patch notes. Patch the notes. first patch note. Before we get to the actual ones, you had an assignment. Oh, I have I to go grab it. With it. Oh, I have to go grab it. Can you stall while I go grab it? I will. I will. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, I guess we can throw this in patch notes here. We were going to talk about this, but I forgot the direct was next week or was this past week. So we're talking about the direct for Pots this week. Um, Paramount is doing a lot of video game TV shows. The other day, they announced Sonic the Hedgehog three is a movie coming out. We're getting a live action Idris Elba Knuckles series. Uh, Halo was already confirmed to get a season two. So video game entertainment is branching out beyond gaming, which is surprising. And I feel like uh, the conversation is going to be interesting moving forward. We're going to talk about Uncharted today. Uh, pre having seen the movie, we're recording this on a Wednesday. But yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see what the, the gamer reception is the more of these adaptations we get in the future so indeed interesting times indeed but. indeed uh so uh, I, I was shopping yesterday right and mm-hmm. uh i saw the oat milk that we that we that we talked about last week and i figured you know what let me buy it and let me not drink it until i'm recording games cast so uh to be specific mm-hmm. uh i went with uh, the planet oat oat milk is that a popular brand of oat milk and on the east coast i don't know I'm not 100% sure, but I, I've seen it before. I don't okay. know if it's a, a regional thing, but I've seen that. Is it like blue? Is it a blue container? No, it is on my Twitter. It's like a it's like an orange-purple type, uh, type of... Okay, maybe purple is what I was thinking of. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah like an orange-purple type thing. Um, I did get the unsweetened version, right? Um, I had... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I've got her name. I had a mutual on Twitter um, mm-hmm. said that, you know, I should have gotten the sweet version. But I figured, like, I do unsweetened almond milk, right? I do, like, Same. the – so I figured, like, I get a one-to-one comparison to mm-hmm. compare it better. Um, when I poured it, though, 
I think a little bit thicker than I thought. I don't know. You know? Did you shake it? I did shake it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It is shaking, but it did come out a little thick, but we'll see. Okay. Here we go. This is the uh, exclusive review. And uh, this was not provided by Fry's Food Stores. Not provided by Fry's. <clears throat> oh. Oh, I taste the oat. Okay, I definitely really? taste the oat. A little, mm. like, oat undertone. Um, this is not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. I think I think, I think think I could vibe with this. Um, it tastes a little, like, it has kind of like that, like, salty taste. Not, like, overly salty, but, like, a little salt taste that kind of tastes like half and half. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you – I don't know if your silence is, like, absurdity or you understand No, 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 no. I, un- I understand exactly what you're saying. Mm. I-, I get it because, mm. I-, I com- honestly, I completely forget how we got onto this last week. But, honestly, I forgot too, but I remember um, that. I'm like, you know what? Let me just get oat milk. But um, I just I, I remember saying that almond milk wasn't sustainable the way oat milk was. is. That's the hey. That's I, all I remember. Hey, honestly, overall, a different flavor profile, but I could definitely drink this. Uh, yeah, this is this is very similar. I would say in a in a similar uh, bracket to almond milk. Personally, I think I think I think I think I I think uh, we. Got a winner. You know, these almonds are up to something, you know? Yeah. The almonds and, are up to something. You know, Kevin, I, I think because of the way the world's going and the way that sci-fi works, right. uh, oat milk will probably need to be the staple beverage of milk drinkers in the Forbidden West in yes, whenever sir. that happens. Yes, sir. We're almost there. Um, almost there, Christian. Almost there. few Horizon patch notes to go into before we dive into the rest of the show. Uh, first one, superficial fun one, uh, Lego announced a collaboration with PlayStation. This is, I believe, the first Lego-PlayStation partnership. Yes. Um, we've seen plenty of Lego-Nintendo partnerships over the last couple of years. Uh, typically, I don't think they ever dove into video games beyond that. I think Nintendo was the big first one, uh, aside from like Lego Dimensions, which is a weird thing altogether, but... This collaboration is bringing a, I don't know the price, but it is a Lego set of a tall neck from Horizon with Aloy as a little minifig, and you can build it. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. I believe it's $80. I believe. Okay, okay. I'm pretty sure it's 80 which I don't think, I don't know the cost of Lego. I'm going to be honest, growing up. Lego's expensive. Okay, l- like, is $80, like, a value? Modest. Okay, okay, I okay, I see, okay, I see. And, like, it seems to be just, like, what, just the tall neck, Aloy, and, like, some other stuff on the ground, but it's not, like, a huge thing going on. At least what I can tell. I don't know. Once again, I don't know Legos. As yeah. a kid, I never had Legos. Yeah, so. like, for reference, like, because I, I had very few Lego sets growing up again because they were very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the occasional, like, small builds, uh, but the Razor Crest from mandalorian that set is yeah. about i think 130 jeez the death star can range from like five to eight hundred depending on what size and model you go for interesting uh interesting okay okay but din Djarin's brand new n1 starfighter was just announced for pre-order that one is 60 so like interesting the ones that you could put on a shelf and you can like see well I'd usually say are like 60 or higher. The okay. fun ones are like 
20 small things that you can do in a, like a, a sitting. Right. So. Right. Right. But yeah, um, I'm I'm open to checking this out. You know, I think it'd be a fun stream to do like a multi-cam okay. stream. I think it'd be fun to to, mm-hmm. to to try and build it. Also, my my first Lego build. So, I think mm-hmm. it could be fun because there mm-hmm. there was that fake Uncharted Lego set that was going around a few weeks ago. Do you remember that? And it ended up I being do, fake. Yeah. Tragic. Mm-hmm. Bring it out. Bring it out. You know. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, the other piece of Horizon news is we got the embargo lifted on Valentine's Day. That was two days ago as of recording. Currently, last time I checked, I don't imagine it changed. Um, Horizon Forbidden West is at an 89 on Metacritic. Congratulations to Gorilla. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. Another good score. That was, I think, the first one was it. First one, an eighty-eight or an eighty-nine? Also, eighty-nine as well. Yeah, they both got the same score. Uh, a lot of people have been, uh, I think, uh, a little bit too carried away here. You know what I'm saying? Thinking that eighty-nine is somehow a bad score. You know, um, but no, I, I that's clearly a great score. I mm-hmm. predicted five points higher at a ninety-four. Maybe I was being a little bit too, uh, you know, uh, a little bit too bullish there, but. Uh, I have been kind of staying away from reviews aside from, I, I did listen to kind of funny's review as mm-hmm. well as, um, I watched like 10 minutes of the digital foundry video, but then stopped. Cause like they started to like showing new places that I don't want to know yet. Um, but yeah, I mean like it is, it, it seems like there's some things in this game that like that I'm, I'm, I'm not happy or thrilled like to hear about. Right. Like, like there's like little things like I don't know why they still have travel packs in Horizon. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like that. That's 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 I think really dumb. <laughs> like like mm-hmm. I don't like the concept of that. Um, and like in the first game, you could get a permanent like unlimited fast travel pack, but apparently mm-hmm. in Forbidden West, as far as I've heard, there isn't one, which that's just crazy to me. Um, yeah. What. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's some moves like that I've been seeing, and like some other things with like um, the. Obviously, the game looks great, right? Like, duh. Like, yeah. it looks it looks really good. Um, on on fidelity, and it still looks great on performance. But people, have, but like people have been saying, and like maybe they said this in the digital foundry video, like later on that I didn't catch, or uh, they will talk about it eventually in a direct comparison. But they're saying that like the gap between performance and fidelity is a is a little bit wider than what we've usually seen with mm-hmm. first party. Um, so that. In itself, it's a little bit like okay, you know, not that it's gonna look ugly, right? I think it's running at like eighteen hundred p sixty frames, um, which hey, I mean, you know, that's 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 close enough to twenty one sixty four k. I'll take that, you know what I'm saying? But um, we'll see, we'll see, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, definitely. But overall, I've been hearing good things about it. You know, I'm sure you've been hearing good things as well. So yeah, I haven't looked too deep because just. Straight up right now, it's not a game I'm very interested in. Um, but, yeah, it, it seems like it's more Horizon with a few fun twists on the first game and a few refinements. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. Like, the, some of the stuff that I have heard, I'm like, okay, none of this is pushing me beyond where I was with the Horizon um, series three weeks ago. 
like none of the stuff I was hearing was like, okay, maybe I was wrong or maybe I don't want, or maybe I'm changing how I feel about it right now. So, um, yeah, respectable score. I, I think it's stupid that people are getting upset about it. Um, like maybe it's just because fan bases can get echo chambery and expect every game from like every every fan base has their own weird echo chambers where things blow up i think with the playstation one it's for the past couple years been like if a game isn't a 10 out of 10 goatee contender it's a disappointment which isn't the case and is absurd but i like when we look back at horizon one at least our conversations about it right i don't think horizon and maybe it was because of the year released in i don't think horizon was ever the slam dunk on that front right where at the game awards that year also it was like horizon got nominated and that was it right so i think it's completely fine and it's good that there are these sort of eights high eights low nines that playstation puts out that are just like hey these are really good games and if it's the game you like if this is the genre or type of game you like from them it's a really good one of those so here you go you know it's just i think it's weird that there's a feels like there has to be a pressure for the number or goatee contender to be a metric of success yeah it's it's kind of a stupid bar i think yeah like i don't know like i think i think a lot of it like is very akin to like sometimes like a lot of the uh very devout uh fans if you will uh, you know, treat it like their sports team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, like, so, like, that, like, that slant. And, like, also, like, we had that where we had some people, like, nitpicking specific reviewers of this game. Um, which that, I'm like, guys, like, come on, guys. Like, really? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Like, like they were, they, we, we saw some people that were re, re-viewing the game getting clowned on because they played on story mode um, to get, to get through the game and they still gave the game a bad score and it's like guys like can we can we relax can we just calm yeah. down it's a fucking 89 that's a great score horizon for in the west is is gonna be a great time as far as i'm aware you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and if it's not i'll let you know here <laughs> you know but um uh but yeah like i i yeah that was a lot on monday where it's like dude like oh my god like can we not you know it's a great mm-hmm. game it's a great game when God of War Ragnarok gets a 93 or 94, Oof. I'm prepared for the same discussion to happen again. Oh, where... I can't wait. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's new with Horizon and everything. So why don't we dive into some of the games we're playing. Uh, I am 30 hours deep into Pokemon Legends Arceus. I am on the doorstep of the end of the game. I have three challenges laid out ahead of me before final boss territory credits and then a from what i hear very challenging post game so essentially i i'm done with the game as of this recording i'm probably going to try and finish it tonight um and i can confidently say everything that i said about the game in the impressions week has not faltered i still really enjoy it i think it's a really satisfying loop uh incentivizing exploration isn't you know a groundbreaking thing here but the way it works for a pokemon game i think is very impressive 
and I am probably going to try and get the true ending, which involves catching every Pokemon that's in the game. So. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, okay, okay. It, it, it's truly, it's just because the way you interact with the world, the way you explore it, and the way you catch Pokemon, and the crafting involved in that, and the economy that you're building up, is just very satisfying and all works cohesively in a really surprising way that I just enjoy playing it and the action of it. So I don't know when I'll be able to score the true ending because we got Elden Ring coming up, but it, yeah, it's a game that I, I'll see the true ending of, absolutely. So yeah, big fan. You love to see it. You love to see it. Um, so like your your like first impressions haven't changed. Um, thirty hours later, right? Um, mm-hmm. Do you still like agree with those that have told me, hey, Kev, like you're gonna want to check this out? Like, is there or like is there something new that is later on in the game as you've gone through it that you think um, would get people like myself their hooks in or something like that? Like, sure. I I think early game. And this might just be because of my familiarity with uh, the motifs of this generation and the characters from, like, uh, the center region, like Diamond and Pearl, which you'd probably be carrying in also. But um, I, I had a feeling we might get... I don't want to say too much, but I, I had a feeling that we might, like, throw a wrench into things of, like, what the game tells you is going on versus what actually might be going on um and i i think story wise this is the best story i've ever seen in a pokemon game in my entire life really yeah i i think it's very interesting there's no voice acting so like yeah that's a that's a downside of it um it's it's still pokemon's take on it of having an interesting story right but the way you function in this village, in this time period, uh, the way that the different clans and their interpretations of God exist and how they talk to each other and how they, you work with them versus how you, they interact with your commanding officer. It's all interesting enough, and obviously it's not super deep because it's like a Pokemon game, but the banter and relationships that these characters and factions have between each other is more fleshed out than i've ever seen in any pokemon game and the way they treat you as a character like you the player um had really really surprised me in the last hour that i've played because it's not like it's something i didn't see coming it's just the fact that they actually went with it that is surprising to me i guess Uh and i'm trying to be vague but right. I, I hope this is enough of a thing to hook your interest on top of the fact that I think genuinely it plays very fluidly. The loop of it all is very fun, excuse me, fun and um, fulfilling. So I don't know if that helps at all. But that no, is no, something okay. that's changed and I've seen more of as I've played more. So Good to hear. Good to hear. Definitely. Definitely. Can't wait. Can't wait. Also, like, I've been hearing, like, a lot of, I'm not even trying to, like, talk shit, whatever. Like, I just want to get, like, your input, too. And I'm pretty sure you said this last week and everything. But um, I've been hearing, like, more and more people say, like, the more they play the game and, like, they just think it's, like, really ugly. Is it, like, really that ugly? Or, like, no, it's are, are, are people capping? Like, I think there are textures on some characters that look bad. Okay. Like, on their clothing. 
uh, where there's gonna, there's like a symbol and it looks like it's like three pixels. Like it looks bad. Um, <laughs> I do think that the art direction they go for, I think has moments where it really shines. And I think the Pokemon models all look fantastic. Uh, the landscapes, depending on time of day and like what you're, if you're just like taking a second to collect things or, you know, sort through your inventories, the landscapes, I think in those moments where you're still look really, really nice. And I can see a world where a resolution bump, and I've seen this because there is a PC mod that has it running at 4K. I think this art style would sing constantly in a higher resolution. I think where it is currently, it's like it has its moments where, like, yeah, is it ugly sometimes? Yes. But I don't think it's ever distractingly ugly where everything still feels cohesive. Um, Where I, I think truly the most jarring or thing that I notice most of the time when I'm playing the game performance-wise is what we talked about before with the pop-in, where right. I got like a flying mount recently. And again, frame rate is holding strong. The, the method of playing it is working out fine in handheld and docked. It's just the, the pop-in is the thing that's the most noticeable. Like they absolutely took a hit on that so it could run at like a solid 30 for the most part. So I think that's the distracting thing when it comes to visuals. But I, I, I don't personally think that the resolution is ever a distracting thing, but it's definitely not good. <laughs> okay. I see. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. Uh, you have been working on some things recently when it comes to your game sessions indeed you got two lined up one you beat and the other one did you also finish we're gonna i mean a for for better for worse we gotta beat it today you know what i'm saying so i did start it last night um but let's just start with that yeah so frozen wilds dlc um came out the same year as horizon i think just in november uh it dropped it's it just opens up a new region um, to the original map, a more snowy northern section of the map and everything. And um, I actually really am enjoying this area and this DLC's like presentation in terms of how they reveal certain characters and they reveal certain tribes. The Banuk tribe are up here. Are up here and um, they, they feel very distinct and like I do like their styling and everything and the way they are presented. Um, but also I will say that like some of the Horizon Zero Dawn soundtrack, right? Like when you're actually going going through the motions of like exploring an underground like facility or you're hunting or whatever, um uh it it felt a little bit weird and like sounded kind of weird to me and like kind of like sounded like a whole different tone than like what I think Horizon Zero Dawn was trying to accomplish, but in this DLC, I really think that like they took that to heart and really it like really made the soundtrack feel a little bit more kind of in tune with the vibe of this DLC. Like I just think that they made a they they did a really good job at matching the the soundtrack overall and it honestly just sounding a lot better than the original game in a lot of cases, right? So I, I took note of that. Um the way that they're able to 
you know, like divvy up off of the snowy environment, right? Like there's a lot of really cool sunsets and sunrises that happen um, in this area that I think are really beautiful. I, I think the game shines in a lot of ways here. The snow effects are really cool as well. Like I, I didn't realize how dense it was, but uh, when it's snowing, like, yo, you can barely see Loki. Like, like it's, it's, it's a really cool effect on that as well. Um, gameplay wise, like we got some new machines up here that are definitely more aggressive uh, than the original machines back in the main game, like in that challenge as well. Um, there was something else. Um, but yeah, no, like, uh, essentially, I'm helping out this woman that uh, a part of this AI that, like, she's she's calling the voice, but, like, Aloy knows better, right? Like, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an AI in this facility that is needing help like being connected to the rest of itself i think or something like that and i'm just helping her do that and um that's been interesting because like i wonder like where this all fits into the original stories kind of project zero dawn like is this a part of that i'm very curious to actually learn that later on in the dlc but yeah overall you know it's it's definitely more horizon definitely more horizon but uh it's cool I'm, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it. And like, definitely, um, although I did want to have this beat like last week, you know what I'm saying? And like start last week, I'm, I'm kind of happy that I'm, I'm going to be dipping my toes into horizon, like very close to forbidden West. So overall, mm -hmm. you know, if you liked zero dawn, you're going to like frozen wilds, you know, it's, 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 it, it, it really is DLC, you know? So indeed, how many hours have you put in? right now do you know uh i think i did like three last night and yeah. i and i think the full dlc on like how on the beat i think it said seven but i have like two more missions left i don't know how it can be seven hours and like seven hours like the main story i don't know really yeah i don't know how they got the seven hour number i mean maybe the last two missions are like really long mm -hmm. but i don't think they are honestly i don't know we'll we will see but um Either way, I'm I'm streaming tonight until it's done. Nice. <laughs> like there's there's no other time. So very very nice. Indeed, indeed. The other thing, yes, Yippee, sir. you're also on a timer for yes, because sir. you got a discussion coming up. Yes. This week we gotta talk about it, right? Yes, this weekend. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you finished Kingdom Hearts Final Mix in the HD 1.5 plus 2.5 collection. It's happened. It's happened. Literally, I'm, I, I'm, I'm 30 mm -hmm. minutes, like, removed from beating it. Like, it, I, I'm hot off the presses, people. Pick your brain, Christian. Where? You got? Okay, okay. Um, I guess overall thoughts. What is the thing that surprised you the most? Mm. from kingdom hearts one like okay. that it could be a story thing it could be difficulty it could be um a sequence like the thing that that upon putting the controller down after that session you were like damn that that really surprised me that was that was something yeah i think the top of my list for sure is difficulty like <laughs> definitely difficulty like yo the last like oh the past two days because i've been i've been i've been in the ringer man like i've been mm -hmm. i've been really <laughs> i've been really trying hard you know what i'm saying um this game gets real difficult you know it's it's i won't say it's like impossible it's not like impossible, but like it's a it's a real challenge. That's like damn, like 
he has like five health bars, right? Like mm-hmm. we're gonna go from purple to orange to yellow to green. I think it is. Um, or is it purple, red, orange, yellow? Whatever it is. But like it's yeah, it's it's a lot of enemies. Uh, you and I love how like the honestly. I enjoyed in Final Fantasy VII Remake, like, actually selecting some of the spells, right? Instead of hot mapping them to your controller. I don't know how you can beat this game without mapping, like, Kira and, like, Arrow to the L1, like, um, Square or triangle, I think, is one of them you can do, or X as well. Like, I don't know how mm-hmm. you can get through this game without mapping those and, like, using those shortcuts. Like, it is – you you need to learn that. And this game definitely made me learn that. And um, to, like, kind of double off of that, like, right, yeah, like, the game, like, definitely was a challenge towards the end that, like, I was not expecting. Um, but I still definitely enjoyed because, like, I'll, I'll say overall – I think the gameplay holds up really well, man. Like oh, yeah, I, 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 I think that like, like it's it's really wild. Like, I had thought. I mean, I still think that the Final Fantasy uh, remake combat system is like perfect, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I see where the DNA comes from. You know, like I yeah. thought, I thought it was a little more original than I had thought. But it's 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 really you know. There, there's a lot of it here in Kingdom Hearts where you're doing active battle to build up your MP and AP, you know, and you're and you're doing your thing and like, um, mm-hmm. it it has definitely a familiar like feel to that remake combat system that I gave so much love to because it had been the first thing I, that I experienced. But it's 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 very similar in Kingdom Hearts and like I I really enjoy mm-hmm. the combat overall. Um, like when you're doing your African. I forgot what the move is called, but when you're able to do triangle and you go back and forth and you're doing like strafing runs, I forgot what that move is called. Mm-hmm. Um, that always felt satisfying. Like, like, like they, they, they really did a good job at the combat system where, where it's like you're getting new abilities, but they're kind of really blended into your normal combat where it's not like you really have to necessarily like learn specific move sets really like it's more of just like hey like when you attack here or when you pull off like i think when the when the game says tech is that essentially a parry kind of yes okay you right get, and yeah. you get boosted experience from doing it yeah yeah that was my that was my like impression but I just want to make sure, yeah, but, like, there are some moves where it's, like, hey, like, if you do a tech, you can counter really quickly, and, like, there, there's just a nice combat gameplay system in Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. that I did not really anticipate, you know? Um, yeah, and remember, this game is from 2002? Yeah, man, yeah. So, like, I know Kingdom Hearts 2 gets all the credit for being, like, the best-playing game in the series, which I agree Fuck with, yeah. but I do think... Kingdom Hearts one, uh, it it I mean like like I said I replay this thing every year and I do think it's very engaging and it's fun to play and definitely fun. Yep. The the biggest thing that I will hold against it is yes the platforming is not great and some of the level design can be a bit obtuse. Uh, I have when you're one... trying to figure out where to go. Yeah. But, um, finding my way around. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me pull. Wonderland and Hook's ship and Deep Jungle. Those are the three, right? 
Yeah, Hook. I don't know why they call it Neverlands because you just go to Hook Ship pretty much and like yeah. Fog Tower. Weird, weird choice to name it that. Um, going around Hollow Bastion fucking sucks. Okay. Can I say Fair. that? Yeah, I can I uh-huh. say that. Yes. That so, shit sucks low key. Hollow that, Bastion, I, I have that memorized now. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. But yeah, that's why it didn't come to mind, but you're absolutely correct. That yeah. is just a free for all. It's a good luck. Here you go. No, that and then hear me out. I know we're getting in the weeds, but like I just say I just wanna mention this one thing. Like when you get to Hollow Bastion, right? You know how you're on the right side of the first floor right when you get there and then on the left side over across the way there's that door and then the stairs that you go up to that are on the outside yeah i don't know if that makes sense does that make sense yes when you're over there and when they do the flying enemies there Mm. and when you fall you fall all the way down to the oh my god that was so annoying bro so annoying bro like they got spam thunder that's what you're gonna do yeah yeah they like Definitely have some awkward encounters that like don't feel great. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, no, I I I really enjoyed it. I I I really enjoyed my time with it. Um, yeah, man, I I I I can't wait to see what's next. You know what I'm saying? Now what? Mm-hmm. Now I really want to know like how? Where do we like? Obviously, where do we go from here, right? But like, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Am I playing Kingdom Hearts two next, or am I playing a DS game next? You're playing the remake of the Game Boy Advance game next. Interesting. Okay, because I don't, I intentionally don't want to look online and see what the gameplay looks like. Sure. But now I'm, I'm kind of yeah, because yeah. I don't know I mean, what to expect from the mobile Kingdom Hearts, mobile in quotes, like the DS and yeah. Game Boy stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll tell you, they never stray too far. Interesting. From what you're used to. On so, the Game Boy, though? So, yeah, that's the exception. The Game Boy one is a little different in that it implements a new element to the way you attack, uh, which was carried over into the remake, but it's still, like, not super different from what you do. It's just, like, the menu's kind of different. That's the way to phrase it, I guess. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. But yeah, um, very, uh, very, 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 uh, very pleased with Kingdom Hearts. You know what I'm saying? Off to a better start than you were with Metal Gear. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Which, oh man, like, like I, I feel, man, I, I hate that I was so down on MGS One mm-hmm. at first. Man, I hate it. I hate it. Uh. Last Kingdom Hearts question, and again, if listeners want your super in-depth thought, we'll probably talk about Kingdom Hearts a lot more this year, but super full in-depth thoughts will be on Unlocking Kingdom Hearts the next episode, which will be coming out in the next couple of weeks, right? Very soon, yeah, yeah. Very soon. Yeah. Recording is imminent. I just don't know when we're posting, but sure. you will you will definitely know on Twitter and such. You will know. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, last question. What was your favorite world? Ooh, my favorite because we all know your least favorite was atlantica yeah that's big facts um also sorry one more question nah, go ahead. the i understand the you see atlantica you get there you're like what the hell is this however i do think in hindsight i this might have shifted a bit for you because atlantica is trying to teach you the um 
and I don't, I still think it's bad that it's that late in the game, but it teaches you like the changing the pitch thing because in the last few worlds you get the glide ability and then late game you have a lot of I'm flying like when you're fighting the Chernabog and Ansem yeah you have the pitch shifting so like necessary but probably could have been implemented better yeah yeah um my favorite. Honestly, yo, it's, it's probably got to be Aladdin. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just really Solid. enjoyed that. I just, I just, mm-hmm. I just really, really, really liked it. Um, but I love like the, I just like the challenge that they gave at the end of the game. And like, definitely, like I say challenge, but yo, like there were some, like what we talked about before we started recording that uh, glass thing room. Like that, there are some brutal, brutal mm-hmm. parts. In Kingdom Hearts, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Um, if I was five playing this, I don't know, bro. I don't know if I had it in me back then. Yeah. I know, I, when I was a kid, I think I've said this to you. I didn't beat the first game when I was young. Yeah. I moved yeah. straight to two. But, um, yeah, solid. Aladdin's a good choice. and I really like that. Well, too. Yeah, yeah end, of the, end of the game is no joke. They take away your support system. So. They really do, man. They really yeah. do. But, uh, okay, okay. I'll stop. I'll stop because I have more, but I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll sure. hold myself back. Uh, Well, Kevin, you hear about this? Hear about what? Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, let's it's back. Let's add another to the February games list. Let's just, just mm-hmm. add one on. You know, why not? <laughs> so, as of today, Cyberpunk's, Cyberpunk Next Gen is available. It's out. It's a free update. If you had the version of the game that released in 2020... Damn, it's been two years, almost. It's a year and a half. Um, it's out. It's out now. Free upgrade. If you got the Xbox version, if you got the PS4 version, that was very rare for a time. Um, you got it now. It's a whole bunch of changes. We're not going to run through everything, but Cyberpunk 2077 1.5 uh, did mix. some pretty major overhauls. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I uh, bought it yesterday. It's a uh, twenty five dollars on PlayStation Store, I believe, until March third. But also, mm-hmm. what I like that they're doing as well is that uh, they have on I think all platforms. I'm pretty sure. Um, a free trial where yeah. I don't know how long it is. Do you know how long it is? Five hours is the trial. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can download it and um, see for yourself, you know, uh, in terms of like the quality of the game, if it is something that you want to put your money down for, um, mm-hmm. which I think is something that like I didn't think that I didn't like anticipate that would be something that like could be in the cards, but I actually like that that's there. Um Obviously, I feel like they had to do something like this, right? But uh, yeah, like but yeah. it was either I didn't see a trial coming. I honestly did think it could have been a world where either Xbox or PlayStation would have fronted it to get it like it on either Game Pass or PS Now for like three months or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had a feeling one of those would be what we get, but the fact that we just got a free trial is better. Um. Five hours, I did see some people saying, like, oh, that's the best part of the game is the first, like, heist you do in that game. So, smart. But, um, yeah, uh, you said you picked it up. Um, mm. 
any idea you want to get to it this year i know this Def- month is very packed but definitely this year because like i'm thinking like i want to i need to get through mass effect before i start another open sure. world franchise you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i i i really want to see mass effect there like like that that's something that like slipped last year mm-hmm. and i really don't want this year to pass um without playing that series so um I think pretty much after Horizon, I think Mass Effect is next. I think because what March we just have Gran Turismo, and I feel like there's something else in March. Tiny Tia Wonderlands, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But definitely, I will, I will, I will get to it this year for sure, for sure. Because because um, I love the cyberpunk genre, you know, I, I that that definitely falls in line with my taste in terms of like an actual setting and and um, time period and uh, time period and and things of such and everything. So uh, definitely want to check it out. Definitely want to check it out. Yeah. So for those that have been holding off, this is the time to do it probably. Um, like Kevin said, you got it for 25 on PS4. I know physically for a long time, you're able to get it for like 10 bucks. Um, but if you are on one of the digital only systems, I think 25 is the cheapest it's been. So yeah, I mean, I was just like, okay, like twenty five, like that's that's that for me for knowing what Cyberpunk is, at least to me that that's a that's a great price for that game, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's just from me. Yeah. So for the people who have been holding out, they did overhauls to driving, AI, combat, bug fixes, skills, progression, NPC, radical overhaul for the way they work in the world, open world fixes. There's a very very extensive list. Uh, recapped in many different places but do you think kevin that cyberpunk Mm -hmm. will have a resurgence like do you think that this is the way they announced it the shadow drop the name of cyberpunk the diehard fans who are like it's good on your really expensive pc just wait uh do you think this could give it an opportunity to not like shed the the image they have but i i hate comparing it to no man's sky because i think no man's sky is a very specific scenario with games like this but do you see this being the first big step for cyberpunk coming back and leading to more expansions down the line or do you think this is just sort of the make good and then we're moving on yeah no um i think i think this is a first step right um like you said, like I don't think they could ever like fully redeem Cyberpunk and like come back from that, mm-hmm. right? But um I think we will look at it like the Final Fantasy fourteens. Um, not a direct comparison, but kinda like the um No Man's Sky, like you mentioned, right? And like not like one to one at all, really. Like I think Cyberpunk was definitely um I think the biggest of the quote unquote like comeback games, right? Um, but nonetheless, like I think Cyberpunk will be looked at in that group of games right mm-hmm. um but just you know but still like it, it was a pretty big fall from grace i think where it's gonna really turn and like what i'm really to see how people take it in is like when they do like their first expansion pack right like sure. i'm like curious to see like what new content looks like for cyberpunk and like how critics receive it how the fan base like feels about it right um i'm curious like 
how they do the rollout of like a review code perhaps for that expansion right like i wonder that as well are, are they going to mm-hmm. be more more transparent like those are all things that like i i i really want to see but um i do think hey like i didn't think of doing the free trial but that's a great idea um yeah. so like like it at least you know seems like they're they they really want to bounce back from this Obviously, I mean, you know, dollars make sense, though. But mm-hmm. still, like, I think I think they're on a good path so far. You know, we'll see, we'll see. But I'm yeah. I'm most eagerly waiting for that for that digital foundry video. I need that. Mm-hmm. I need that. I need that. Make it an hour long. I need oh that. yeah, uh, I and I, I was vocal about this before the game came out. I didn't really have that much of an interest in 2077, even like pre fuck up. Um, but I am a very big fan of The Witcher 3, so for that alone, I'll, I'm going to try the demo out. I'm going to download the demo. I'm going to just put some time in, see what the uh, the intro is like, just so I can have some sort of touchstone with the game out of respect because of The Witcher 3. Uh, but I cannot lie if mm-hmm. I said that I'm glad this is done already, so now we can get the next-gen version of The Witcher 3. <laughs> This guy. I'm waiting to see that thing. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. And PSA right now, Witcher Three. It's ten bucks on Xbox, on PlayStation. It's every. It it's ten bucks for Witcher with all the DLC. I guarantee you, it's gonna stop being ten bucks the closer we get to whenever this thing is coming out. Because (laughs) (laughs) yes, Cyberpunk. Good luck finding Cyberpunk for ten bucks again anytime soon. It's not gonna happen. Uh, yeah. Unless you like can run to a GameStop yesterday and maybe get one, like the shadow drop thing, cool, but was absolutely I think a move to like not let people do that last minute charge of getting it cheap. So if you're curious in the slightest about The Witcher, move now. This is your time. Take, next chance you see it at ten bucks, scoop it up because the update is free. But once the update is out, uh. I think it will probably be double or triple what it normally is as a sale price. So, and for all my digital console kings out there, you know we're all steadfast. You know, twenty five is the best we're gonna get, guys. Twenty five mm-hmm. is the well, best. That's what I'm saying. Get. Witcher's Witcher's digital right now, ten bucks. So, oh, is that, okay, okay, all right, all right. Uh, digital, uh, 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 digital kings, go go out there and get mm-hmm. that. Go out there. Um, so. I won't. And I won't though. I, I, yeah, I know you won't. You hate fantasy. So I'm assuming for the Witcher fans, maybe summer. I, I would hope for like May and then mm-hmm. I can just like sink my teeth into that over the summer. But yeah, I, I think Witcher will hear about sometime soon because Witcher, I think, is still the uh, the golden goose for them. And I, I don't know if you saw this this morning, but the creative director of The Witcher 3 has just formed a new studio. Oh, really? I don't know if you heard about that. I didn't. Yeah, so Witcher 3 game director Konrad Tomaskiewicz, I'm sorry, Polish people, uh, new studio called Rebel Wolves. The first game will be a AAA story-driven dark fantasy RPG built in Unreal Engine 5. Um, many of the current staff of Rebel Wolves has worked on titles such as The Witcher series and Cyberpunk. More to share soon. They plan to grow above 80 employees over the next few years. Want to make diversity a priority. And 
in regards to the studio's take on NFTs, they said it's very simple. We won't have them in our games. Ever. So maybe maybe this is where we get the next Witcher 3, you know? You'll love to see it. You'll, you'll so, love to see it. Yeah. I would not be surprised if uh, somebody makes a move on them. I, I think it would be very smart if PlayStation went to scoop. I know they're a new studio, but like Western oh, RPGs. Oh, to scoop the new know? team. I, I thought you the meant... The new team, not, not CD. Yeah. I don't think they would do that. Also, Christian, I don't know if you're talking. I'm not. Okay. Okay, that's that's... I thought you were like saying something and like discord cut out i don't know no so but yeah that's it for the the witcher cyberpunk saga updates so we'll see how that progresses in the future indeed indeed also quick shout out uh we did mention no man's sky no man's sky it's got another massive update coming that's cool what a game oh also i'm hearing quick thing about see about uh cyberpunk i've been hearing have you been hearing this uh whole thing about what they added with the dual sense features on ps5 i did see a tweet about this i don't know if yeah it's true or not but yeah i i have asked many sources and they have confirmed yeah uh they uh, added some dual sense, <laughs> dual sense capabilities to some uh some uh particular um uh sexual content in the game that's uh mm. it's quite interesting quite interesting i will give my full feedback on that once i play it i will i will indeed but uh that's that's interesting i i hope they don't patch it out i don't think it would i feel like someone's gonna complain too much and they're gonna have to patch it out or some shit like that but but please keep it in i'm just curious that's all (laughs) (laughs) um why don't we move on to a quick time capsule Let's do it. We got, I mean, we got two things coming out this week. Uh, do you want to say a quick piece on Forbidden West? I mean, we talked about Horizon already, but. Yeah, um, very excited uh, for Horizon Forbidden West preloaded on my console. I am I did hear that the first, like, five, ten hours is, like, definitely more Zero Dawn, and you don't get into the Forbidden West motion until, like, a little bit more later into the game. Um, maybe the five to ten hours is, like, a little bit too much from what, I've heard, but like I've heard the beginning of the game feels like Zero Dawn. Um, so we'll see about that. I will be doing a stream series for this game. Uh, I will treat this with the highest priority, which means that even on weekends, if I can, I'm streaming after work. It might be really weird hours, but we're going to get through the story as fast as possible. Uh, and then I'll go explore the side stuff offline and all that good stuff. So uh, definitely uh, Thursday night. You can uh, go on PlayStation Source and uh, check out Horizon Forbidden West if you want to see my full my my full first impressions and such. And Road to Forbidden West will cover me and of course Joe, Mr. Babbitt, Moran of PS Trophy Rooms first impressions of the game as well. So very excited for that. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm expecting some good stuff. You know, we will nice. uh, we will uh, see come Thursday. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, The other time capsule is game-related, but not a game, where 24 hours from now, I will 
not have seen it yet. You will not have either, I don't think. But no, no. Uncharted, yes. The movie, a decade in the making, <laughs> is finally releasing in theaters. Indeed, uh, indeed. I am looking forward to talking about the movie with you after we have seen it. But yes. in these hours pre-seeing Uncharted, um, there are early reviews out. There are some discussion. I'm seeing a wide range, honestly, of some people saying as an action adventure movie, I haven't played the games. It was cool. I don't know how the fans are going to feel, but I enjoyed it. And then I've seen some fans that are like, they get some things wrong. But it's a fun movie. And then I've seen also, this is garbage fire. So <laughs> we got a range. Oh, I, I said this wait. a while ago. Um, I Three of my favorite movies ever are Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, uh, The Mummy, and National Treasure. And that energy is gone, and I've heard a lot of comparisons here. So even if I I think they will miss the mark on some of the characterizations, if it's one of those movies, I'll have a good time with it. And if they get some things right, then it's just a bonus. And that's where I'm going in with expectations right now. Yeah. I think, for me, I think I'm going to have to split my opinions, right? Like, I think I will... I had to be like, hey, when they delve into like the fan service stuff, or like, what if if there's like a really beautiful scene with the with finally if they'll fucking do the Uncharted theme, Christian? Will they? We don't know. <laughs> Will they? Hopefully, but like, if there's like a beautiful scene with the Uncharted theme, you know, I'm I'm probably gonna get choked up. You know what I'm saying? But um, I will try to look at this also from a critical view. From like, does this succeed as an Uncharted movie? You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, like, I don't know, man, like, I, I, like, hear things, right, like, where, like, you say, like, hey, like, it's not hard to make an Uncharted something overall, right, like, what you have, like, what, what makes Uncharted, Uncharted on paper, like, is something that is not that, quote-unquote, unique, right, or, like, revolutionary, right? yeah. But I still do like like I hear that, right? And I definitely respect that as where that's coming from. But like I don't man, may, maybe it's me, I don't know. But like I feel like Uncharted has a has a very like particular vibe to it. You know? Like 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 there I do think that like there is a there there is a very specific Uncharted feel to it that if it's not here, I'll you know. I'm gonna be a little bit let down, but we'll see. Have, we'll see, man. Have we'll you see. seen the original Mummy with Brendan Fraser? I have not, because I am telling you that is a Nathan Drake Uncharted movie from the '90s. Like, and the thing is, I'm not the only one with this take. Amy Hennig, the creator of this whole thing, yeah. has also been very vocal about like, yeah, this is inspired by like the pulp adventure movies that I love. So that's the thing like uncharted itself is not unique in any way other than being a video game and what it does as a game so like on paper like we're saying translating that to movies shouldn't be a problem because what makes uncharted unique is the like what it borrowed from film and fit in as for games so theoretically undoing it again Shouldn't be weird, but if you do a Google Translate of a ch an English word to Chinese and then that Chinese word into English, 
So it might be wrong. So like very true. Very things true. can happen. So I know I know many yeah. words in Spanish that I can't tell you in English. Uh, like mm-hmm. in English, one singular word for I can give you a sentence or like mm-hmm. a meaning, but nah. There's yeah yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So like, and listen. I, I know, like, the hardest of hardcore people will hear that take about Uncharted and become furious, but it's the truth. Like, and I love Uncharted. Uncharted 2 is in my top 10. Like, I, I think the movie is going to be a 7. That's my hope. And if it's anything more than that, great. If it's anything less than that, I truly don't care. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm just having those post credit scenes, too, man. Yeah, we got two of them. I we'll I texted see. you what I thought mine are gonna <laughs> yeah. what they're gonna be. Uh, for the listeners, my guesses are the first one will be Sully mustache reveal. Okay. Uh, he'll be like in a cabana somewhere with Nate. They're relaxing with their spoils, and then he's in the bathroom uh, shaving, and he 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 sees the mustache. He's not done with the mustache. He's like, you know what? Maybe I'll keep it. And then Nate gets a phone call from somebody. And uh, that's a sequel bait. And then I told you the second post credit scene is just going to be a Last of Us trailer for the show. Yeah. I like your Last of Us prediction. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Because, like, then, yo, that would get the people talking. That would mm-hmm. get people in those theaters this weekend for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the next I... project from them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I would love to see a Cutter cameo. I would love mm-hmm. to see Cutter in a post-grad scene. Let's like make him uh, a bit more of a focus in the second movie if there is one. Like I, I love Cutter. I think he's hilarious. He's he's a great character. So really want to see Cutter in there. Um, also, I like that one. There, you know what? I'll interchange these two. Either a Cutter or a Rafe post-grad scene. I'm 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 down for that. You know, let's do it. Um, but the second one. I'm not sure. I mean, maybe maybe a Chloe specific, like Chloe meeting Nadine, could be interesting. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But like, is it time for that? But then again, in the first movie, we're doing the Uncharted three and Uncharted four set pieces, so it yeah, doesn't really matter when things happen anymore. You know? Yeah, that's that's the thing because like they're take the direction they're going. From my understanding, is nothing to do with the story of the games in terms of like being a prequel or anything like that it's like we know the world of uncharted we know these characters we're gonna tell our own universe story of a world of thieves and the center of it is nathan drake that's the extent of it if there's things we see if there's references to things it's just because they think it's a cool set piece and they'd like to use that so that's why we get pirate treasure with the cross and plane scene in this movie. Right. So that's the thing where what you're saying also for a post credits thing. Like, are we gonna? Is it gonna be Sam? Because he's gonna be mentioned in the movie. Is he gonna show up during the movie, or is that a post credit thing? I, I hope that's in the movie. I don't want it to be post credits. I mean, like, we already know. Like, it, it's a known quantity. At this point, you know, like, um, same with the mustache thing. Like, if if they really showed off the post credit scene months ago, like, come on, guys, that's not what the, they're supposed to be. Brand new, like, stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we'll the mustache is part of the scene as the gag, and then the sequel bait is in the postcard scene. Like, it's the two of them hanging. Right. The mustache right. is born, and then a conversation leads to sequel bait. Which, um, yeah. I do. You, last question. Do you think... Two questions, actually. Okay. Uh, I think box office-wise, it's tracking pretty solid at the moment. Um, do you think it will do well in theaters this weekend? And two, do you think we will see a sequel within the mm-hmm. next couple of years? I think a sequel is based on literally how well this movie does. Mm-hmm. I I can easily see them not doing it if this thing tanks. Um, but I don't think it'll tank, but I don't think I'm hearing like a lot of people like outside of gaming, like are going to go watch Uncharted, you know, like my, actually, you know the what? Tom now, Holland stands will be that, there. I'm that's exactly you. what I was going to say. I'm like, you know what? Actually, I know a lot of my friends where I've said, Hey, literally actually this week I'm buying tickets. I'm like, Hey, y'all want to go see Uncharted three out of like the eight friends that I have. Damn, I have mm-hmm. eight friends. That sucks. But like, <laughs> but like, they were like, "Oh, uh, the one with Tom Holland, right?" And like, like, like they, they, they directly first say, "Oh yeah," from that movie with Tom Holland, and mm-hmm. not from the critically acclaimed PlayStation exclusive, of course, Uncharted. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe uh, Tom will uh, bring bring the people in. We'll see. We'll see. I th- but I think, I think it's going to do very okay. least. Yeah, I don't think it'll tank. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I don't it's, think it'll tank. Yeah. It'll it'll do decent, but I don't know if decent is enough for them to do a sequel, but we'll see. It will be number one at the box office until Batman comes out. So that's like Oh, absolutely. Two weeks, I think. Yeah. Which is yeah. which is solid. That's that's a good good run. Um I I think a sequel to go with me here. I think they have to do a sequel because they are so dead set on expanding their IP to multimedia they're starting with uncharted which is many people probably myself included favorite franchise under this banner i i don't see a world where even if it's not great they don't at least try a second time right because like it's gonna make money like that's just a fact it's gonna make money uh critically We'll see. It's not looking great at the moment. But I don't think you launch PlayStation Productions, which is a really massive initiative they got going with this project, and then never touch it again when again when it's your biggest thing. That's like if the Nintendo Mario movie flops and they're like, okay, we're never gonna do another Mario movie, we're just gonna make Zelda movies. Sorry. Right? Like there will be another one, at least one, I think. And if that one's bad also, then they'll just be like, you know what? that last of a show you're all love let's just keep doing that you know like i think yeah. that might be the case yep dude i hope they throw in the last of us trailer man fuck yeah dude dude that'd be fucking awesome bro <laughs> oh man we'll see we'll see He's... we'll see we'll see uh the postcard scene will be nate in <laughs> a low or like a like a really modern looking apartment um and he'll he'll go down to the foyer of this apartment building and we'll see <laughs> other notable PlayStation characters going into their homes and 
uh, it's it begins the the PlayStation Metaverse Multiverse Cinematic oh my God. Universe. It's 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 like the commercial. No, yeah, it's PlayStation Home. That's what I'm saying. He lives there. <laughs> and then Pedro Pascal like sees him on the way, and he's carrying like milk and eggs. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And uh, hey, how you doing? That that is how we get a new PlayStation All Stars. Is uh, there? It's it's a crossover movie. There you go. Third third person action hack and slash PlayStation Battle Royale. Yeah. Just just steal our idea from like what three years ago, whenever that was. Yeah, please steal it. Honestly. Yeah. Um, Nailed it. The last the last thing worth mentioning here, I think, is also um, what day is it? It's the sixteenth tomorrow. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fortnite is getting Uncharted skins. Finally. Yes, I am buying them joints. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Well, Indeed. The good news, because there's uh there's Nate and Chloe. If you buy Nate, you get both versions of Nate as different outfits. So you get the Tom Holland movie Nate, and you also get the Uncharted 4 uh, Fortnite rendition of Nathan Drake. So, Yeah, yeah. And same goes for Chloe. Also, really excited to see Nolan North's cameo in the movie as well. Yes, Very I did excited. see a, a screenshot, or like a, a picture of a theater screen of him. So uh, I think I, I understand the context, but uh, yeah, don't, don't yeah. look. yeah. Another cool thing. I swear we'll move on from a chart in a second. Uh, (laughs) They announced a novelization of the film, and Nolan North is doing the audiobook of it. So that's pretty cool. That is really cool. That is really cool, man. And I think he was saying that, like, he didn't try to do, like, (laughs) Tom Holland's rendition of himself being Nathan Drake. Yeah. He was like, I just, I just didn't, I just didn't mind Nate, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So that's 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 really neat. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that brings us to pots. Pots, 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 pots. Y- you happy that I I veered off with all that PlayStation Uncharted talk? Because we got a lot of Nintendo to get through right now. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I'm 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 fully filled. We're we're mm-hmm. ready to go. Okay. Uh, Nintendo had a big week. We got a direct and we got a new story the other day. Uh, I would like to start with the bad news so then we can get to the good stuff. What's the bad news? The bad news, again, not surprising, not something we haven't seen before with the current digital age, but Nintendo has announced that in 2023, the 3DS and Wii U eShops will be shutting down uh you will not be able to buy new things you'll be able to download things you have bought but new things you can't you cannot get uh and as of i think this may you won't be able to add new payment options so if you would like to buy something before the the stores close down you will need to buy nintendo like gift cards in your local store or through amazon put them on the 3ds or wii u and do it that way so they will stop accepting credit card debit card payments uh this may and then the store will shut down next year so mm. Mm. i know this means nothing to you i mean in terms of i was access i guess can i buy kingdom hearts digitally the the games i need to buy are they on the eShop? no so those ds games are not available digitally on the eShop because oh there was God. no digital marketplace back then. 
<laughs> Damn. I'm just, I'm, that that was that was such like a young person thing to say. Like, can I buy this DS game digitally on the eShop? Like, like is that possible? Okay. Yeah, I I know they released some DS games on the Wii U because you got the two screens, right? But I don't know if Kingdom Hearts is on there. Okay, okay. So I'ma have to go find those physically um, mm-hmm. online. I'm, I'm sure, sure it won't be too much of a problem. But yeah. The um, eShop for the uh, 3DS and the Wii U. Um, where is your head at, Christian? Are you are you ready to pick up your pitchforks like how everyone did with PlayStation? I mean, I think it's as sucky as it was with PlayStation. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, honestly... It feels very recent. It feels even... Like, this is a shorter time gap than it was for the PS3. Like, the PS3, I think, in time... And we're seeing that because it's like... It's not like it's never going to shut down. They just delayed the inevitable... Uh, this is an even shorter gap where the DS, 3DS, excuse me, launched in 2012 or 2011, I think, and the Wii U was 2013, I think, as well. Maybe 2012, actually, I forget. But it's a much shorter gap, and like PlayStation, there is no way to purchase many of these things that are shutting down. Yeah. And Nintendo is aware of that, and they basically said, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> uh, they okay. are holding, yeah, they are holding fast to their um, online apps for Nintendo Switch to be the answer to their back catalog, which I think it's it's difficult because I don't think that is a bad answer. It's just it's still very lacking for all the things that are about to be lost. Like, if the day the Wii U and 3DS eShop shuts down, they announce that every NES and Super Nintendo game that is being lost to time is finally coming to the apps on the Switch, I personally don't think that's a problem. That just comes down to the point of if you would rather buy the games or pay the subscription, which I'm fine paying a subscription one of the listeners may not be, which I completely get. You want to own your games, but does really anything matter? Um, Damn. But that's, that's the thing. Like, Nintendo has cooled off until very recently with the Direct, uh, with releasing more of the catalog for NES and Super Nintendo. So it sucks. I'm upset, and I don't think anything is going to change. Where PlayStation delayed it, I don't think Nintendo will. Yeah, right. I mean, like, I I was like joking right there, right? But like, I'll I'll keep the bug too. Like, I think that the time that like I don't think it was gonna be when PlayStation announced that hey, we're gonna shut down Vita and the store for PS3. I don't think they gave a year out, right? I think they gave less than that. Oh yeah, that was like it was like it was like, like what like eight months i think six months something like that it was like th- yeah like six eight months yeah so like at least you know for that hey at least they gave a year you know but um i forgot to account for when these systems actually came out i forgot that they came out relatively within the decade you know yeah and- 2012 2013 you yeah. know so yeah that that's that's a that's a tough pill to swallow yeah for sure i, I think it's also maybe desensitize because I, I forget because of the pandemic timeline, I forget when anything happened, but 
the Wii eShop, I believe, shut down sometime within the last five years, which is also closer to the gap that PlayStation would have been having with the PS3. So they didn't have an answer then when the Switch, sorry, when the Wii shut down. It was just like, hey, all these games, some of them might get ports. Some of them we just are not going to touch again because of licenses. Sorry. So, it, yeah, it sucks. The game preservation side of things, I think, again, Nintendo's been good with it before. They've been bad with it a lot recently. PlayStation, it feels like they gave up on preservation a generation ago. Um, Spark still, is baby. Hopefully, you know. Because um, that's the thing. I think the way PlayStation's at least rumored to be tackling it with Spartacus is how we've discussed pretty similar to what Nintendo does with their back catalog currently. It's just... Yeah. It, it it feels like we keep resetting, and I hope that this is the last reset. That's the thing. Because even with PlayStation, it took a while to get some of the classics on the PS3. Uh, the PS2 games took a while to get on the PS4. They came in batches. So, with Spartacus, I'm hoping it doesn't take forever to get the library we all want, the way that it's taking a long time with the Switch as well. Um, so, I, I, I think in the moment, yeah, this is very bad the way that it was bad before and it's bad for everything whenever mm -hmm. this happens. And it would be made a lot easier if they made a commitment to saying that everything would be coming to the switch service because like i said the switch service i think is a fine option but the last time they added super nintendo games before a week ago was sometime early last year i think so a lot of these games are dead you're not going to be able to play or buy pokemon red or blue or yellow or gold or silver crystal legally anywhere after this is done unless they bring them to Switch, so sucks. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, is there like any? Are you doing any preparation for this? Like, like, are is there any moves that you're gonna be making in the next year that is incoming? I think I don't think you have a Wii U, do you? I don't have a Wii U. Wii U is yeah. the Nintendo console I skipped. Uh, in terms of like the software on the Wii U. I don't need any of it because I got all the stuff that I missed on my Switch. Right. Uh, in terms of the back catalog, which is like the real shame here, it's not that you're like losing access to... I mean, like that's part of it that you're losing access to digital Wii U games and digital 3DS games, but it's more so the retro libraries on both of those systems are gone. So painful that I won't have a way to purchase Donkey Kong 64. Because the Wii U is the only way to do that right now. It's about to go away. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to buy a Wii U for that. <laughs> uh, on the 3DS side, though, like... I bought Pokemon Crystal, so I have that. I bought Link's Awakening. I got that. I never bought Red, Pokemon Red. I'll probably pick that up. And... I th Honestly, that's probably it. Right. And then if I am curious about anything else in the future, I'll just start growing a DS collection of old games and cartridges. But yeah, for yeah. me, I'm not taking a hit too hard with it, but I, th I think it does suck because for many people, myself included, the only way to play a lot of these games are those two pieces of hardware. Right. So. Right. Right. 
Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Yeah, like it is. It is cool that like we're, you know, like voicing our thoughts and opinions during this time in gaming, where we do have to deal with like, hey, like what what happens to these online storefronts, right? Like like what happens when the servers go down, right? Um, but I like to believe that the Switch is like, I would like to hope that it's the last, <laughs> it's the last reset. Like what, like what you said, right? Like, mm-hmm. like where, where it's like, hey, like PS4 and on. I feel like was the like, like PS4 was the last reset, right? In terms mm-hmm. of like library, I would like to assume that the Switch is that too, but we will see. And honestly, I think it has to be for both PlayStation and Nintendo because since. It took a bit for to get the 360 onto the Xbox One, but like through the 360 to now, and even with like what they've done to get original Xbox stuff, like Xbox has been the gold standard for preservation. I don't think they have anywhere near as impressive as a back catalog in terms of the, the breadth that Nintendo and PlayStation have, but the work they've done, I think, is the bar, and it's something that they have that the other two are fumbling i think pretty consistently so that is not a deal breaker you know but i do think it is a contributing thing of it's a straw that could lead to a camel's back breaking you know Mm. uh so i i do hope and i do expect that because of where we are now and the way moves have been made that hopefully this is the last reset um and I mean, even recently when we got those Nintendo financials uh, at an investor's call, they talked about wanting to carry over the account and the subscription and the expansion pack through future hardware iterations, which is a commitment that they've never made before with the other stuff for purchases. So they want this to be the subscription. They want this to be ever evolving as being an enticing thing to buy into. And I think that's the direction PlayStation would like to go with Spartacus as well. So I do think this is hopefully the last time we have to deal with this, but it doesn't change the fact that it sucks. And there are probably some games that will fall through the cracks and just be lost to emulation or scalpers or ridiculously high prices. Like, Kevin, if you're going to, I mean, it's not a problem because this is a DS game, but if anybody's curious about picking up 3DS games, uh, do it now because they're going to skyrocket in price very soon so yeah um my did, did i buy the right d i have a i believe i i believe i have a 2ds xl coming in at some point today yes the great that, thing that can play 3ds games or no yes the great thing about the 3ds and 2ds line is that it is fully compatible with every ds game from the 2006 hardware to the most recent DS line. So every game on the, those cartridges can be played in a three or two DS. So okay, I see. Yeah, I'm uh, looked at my tracking number. It's uh, sometime. It's gonna be delivered sometime today by seven p.m. It looks like. Yeah. So I'll have a a nice blue two DS XL. I think I got. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh yeah. So. And that that's the thing that's a, a shame too, because like growing up with Nintendo and PlayStation. Both of them, in my young eyes, were like godsends with backwards compatibility, where uh, the PS2 could play PS1 games. I was like, oh, that's so cool. 
I don't need a PS1 anymore. And then on the Nintendo side, the Wii could play GameCube games, and then the Wii U could play Wii games, and the original DS could play Game Boy Advance games, and the 3DS could play any DS game. So, like, up until the last couple, like, when the PS4 launched and when, I guess, the Switch launched, that was the first moment where it was like, oh, maybe they're not good at backwards compatibility. (laughs) They just were for a long time, and then they kind of stopped caring on both sides so Mm. maybe this was just the growing pains of a generation and that the subscription thing is the answer but i hope we don't have to keep worrying about this i know we will though indeed indeed so shifting to good news direct happened yes it did i uh did watch it uh before bed um pretty cool Pretty cool. Yeah, I am curious to hear overall thoughts from you because for myself, for Omar, I know, and for I think a decent number of people online, um, the sentiment is this is one of the better directs they've had in recent memory. So... I, I think it was a very, very strong one with a lot to offer and a lot of different variety, a lot of good moments, um, not tons of downtime. So curious what you thought of it. Yeah, um, I thought it was good. You know, um, that was cool. Uh, not not like a ton. Like, I think Strikers looks interesting, but I've, I've never played Strikers. Um, mm-hmm. It was <laughs> Kirby's... Uh, Kirby's mouthful mode is my fucking favorite thing. I swear to God, that thing is so mm-hmm. stupid. I love it. Um, like I was, I was legit like laughing, like watching. Yeah. It. Like not like out of like it's bad, but like it's just so. Stupid. No, yeah, it's it's great. You know, um, I'm looking at a full list of announcements. What else we got? Yeah, um, I I got some stuff pulled up. We can run through some of the things if you want. Yeah, I think my favorite announcement though, hundred percent is uh switch sports let's fucking go bro Hell yeah, let's f- it's it's i would say that should have been a launch title it's here a little bit too late honestly but you know what it's here let's not you know let's not really uh mm-hmm. downplay because it, it should have been here at launch or whatever but i'm i'm glad that we finally have like a switch sports um mm-hmm. we sports sequel yeah but nice so I, I didn't pull everything. I pulled notable things and then the big bombs. We'll save the big bombs for the end because there's more to talk about there. Um, in terms of the general flow of the Direct, opened with a Fire Emblem game, and I have never been so excited and then so crushed in such a short period of time. I think it was five seconds. Mm. Um, because the rumor going into this was we were getting a new mainline fire emblem game not a remake or anything just a traditional new fire emblem this year right i love fire emblem i saw those knights i was like let's fucking go baby new fire emblem goatee potential and then within seconds fire emblem warriors popped up and i was pissed (laughs) christian in disarray you hate to see it in disarray hate to see it it's, like, a, I, it's a it's a it's a Musou game, right? I think. Yeah, and listen, I get people like them. I get these fans. I don't like them. Mm. I've tried. I tried demos. I've tried a full game, but it's not what I want. <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, I'm not touching this thing. I'll say, if you don't like strategy games, it looks to be a reinterpretation of the story of Three Houses, which I think is one of my favorite RPG stories of the last 10 years. So if you like action games and you're curious to see these characters, which I think are all fantastic, might be a, neat, a decent way to experience it. But I'm skipping that bad boy <laughs> hard. Right. right. So, yeah, that's uh, the summer. And then Kirby trailer, also a big highlight that you brought up. Um, how, how are you feeling about this one? Because I know you said you were into the, the mouthful stuff. I don't think you played <laughs> Kirby games before. Never played the Kirby game. Actually, you know what? No, that's a lie. Um, well, you know what? Okay, I guess I didn't play it, but my little sister, big mm. Kirby fan. Big Kirby mm. fan. But her Kirby fan, I'm sorry, with uh, uh, Kirby, is it called Epic Yarn? The yarn game on Wii? Do you yes. recall? Yeah. She was heavy into that. She saw this trailer. She's definitely going to pick up Kirby for sure. Um, but I thought it looked pretty interesting. You know, like it, it just seemed like a kind of a lot maybe i'm capping but like it, it if it looked at least like i would have a similar gameplay experience as to like mario 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 odyssey um mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's kind of cap but it it, it kind of seemed like it a little bit so that's that's a decent maybe you know we'll see we'll yeah see. we'll see i but definitely not a no you know I've only played one Kirby game. It was on, it was on the DS. I was a really big fan of it. Loved it. Um, I've dabbled with some other ones, but uh, this one I think has me. Where love three D platformers. Been waiting for Kirby to become a three D one forever. And you're right. I have seen a lot of people talk about that as well. Where technically Kirby's always been that in terms of structure where he swallows the enemy and he takes their power the way that in mario odyssey you throw cappy and then you become that creature with that one or two ability set oh shit i didn't even think about that girl oh damn okay yeah Mm -hmm. wow okay okay gotcha so bringing that into 3d and making a big adventure game out of it yeah there's absolutely comparisons to be made to mario odyssey which is a really good thing for kirby i think um the main difference it looks like is that camera wise it seems closer to like a 3d world than a full-blown mario odyssey which i don't think is a problem but uh will probably lend to better level design than other kirby's in the past um just because it's going to continue to be structured and not like run the risk of being very empty and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. yeah i think it looks really great and i might be picking it up because there's really nothing else i'm grabbing in march so I mean, I think. Um, Let's see what else happened. Um, Speaking of Mars, Triangle Strategy dropped a three-chapter demo. Progress carries over to the full game. Got that installed. Haven't tried it yet, but... Got to get that strategy game fixed somewhere. It's not Fire Emblem this year, so... I see. I see. And the Chrono Cross remake, remaster, was uh, Mm -hmm. here. It was real. I presume it's the same one that was heavily rumored to be at PlayStation, but I guess that's entirely not happening and, and wrong, right? Like, is like this the game that everyone this was is, talking about? This is the game, right? This is the game, and yeah. the rumor yeah. began with the orchestra, right? Or like the recording that's, of music, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The music tracks have been redone for this, so this is it. I see. I see. I see. 
I see. Um, yeah, very intrigued. Um, I did buy Chrono Trigger for my Vita, so not sure um, if like uh, if like there is a Chrono Trigger on Switch yet. But not yet. yeah, so I'll I'll probably play Chrono Trigger and then play uh, maybe this re remaster for sure because this is just gonna be for Switch, right? I don't think it, it's coming to other I platforms. I think it's coming to PlayStation as well. Is it? I think so, because it's not on PlayStation currently, and uh, it was a PS1 game. So I imagine it's operating the same way that the Final Fantasy PS1 games did, where, yeah, they just released everywhere. So I see. Um, yeah, I'm interested, because Chrono Trigger is a 10 out of 10. It's probably the best game that's ever been made. Uh, loved it. And this is a follow-up that's kind of a black sheep comparatively, and I'm curious about it, but I don't know if this is one I'm going to rush to. Uh, What I am curious about, though, from Square Enix is, again, speaking of Chrono Trigger, the hope that they'll eventually remake Chrono Trigger with HD 2D the Mm. way they are for live alive which is another game that was shown off rpg never released outside of japan it's actually from the producer of chrono trigger this is the game they made before chrono and it is kingdom hearts fame yoko shimamura this is her first square enix score she ever wrote so Mm. 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 indeed yeah don't know a lot about live alive never never uh heard of it Mm -hmm. but I do want to see more of the HD 2D art style. Like, my my cousin was talking about how like he would love like a Pokemon game from back in the day mm. in, in HD 2D. Like, he would love that. I'm like, yeah, I definitely see the appeal. It, it looks great. Look, looks yeah, great. that's that's my hope. Like, Pokemon would be super cool as well. Um, I I think for a long time people wanted a Chrono remake of Trigger. And I think, I don't know what they expected, like maybe a Dragon Quest Eleven style game. But I, I do think with the way that game works, it's so great because of its presentation that HD2D would make it incredible. So the fact that they're continuing this beyond just the Octopath and Triangle Strategy studio makes me hopeful that we'll get it someday. And uh, I am curious about this one because I saw a lot of diehard fans for this be like finally yes and the concept seems interesting so might give it a look indeed indeed april 8th day before my birthday we're getting advanced wars one plus two reboot camp which is the other strategy game i'm eyeing because here a lot of people love these advanced wars kevin a lot of people love these soldiers and their guns Seems like the they tactics. do. Seems like they do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, eyes out on that one. It, it keeps looking, I think, good. The art style, charming. So, see how that reviews. Uh, got a couple bad ports, bad looking ports, and I'm sure you can guess what the two I wrote down are. Wait, bad looking. Oh, is it No Man's Sky and Portal? Not Portal looks fine. Portal looks like Portal. Bad looking ports? No Man's Sky and what else? Wait. Is this not So I did 
I didn't write No Man's Sky because I don't think that game is great looking to begin with in terms of like certain things. Like art wise, it's got some great colors and you could definitely see some jaggies on the Switch version. But I think all things considered, it could have looked a lot worse. I There are two games that look way worse, I think, that were announced here. I don't think my list is complete that I'm pulling on, so feel free okay. to remind me. Because uh, I can't MLB The Show. Yeah, definitely not here. Okay, I got it. That looked rough. <laughs> um, and the Force Unleashed, because it is based off the Wii version of the game <laughs> for some ungodly reason. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love I, it. I, I don't get it. Cause oh, man. The Switch could run the 360 version. That's the thing. I don't understand why they went to the Wii version. Maybe, oh. um, maybe the, uh, wait, so the, how do we know that the 360 version can run on Switch? Because it was an early 360 game, and there are more impressive 360 games that have made their way to Switch. It's just a matter of optimization of the port. I don't like maybe they they thought it'd be easier to do the Wii one, but I I don't I don't know. Uh, yeah okay, I thought like there was an example of like it actually happening or whatever, but um, what's the name? Uh, maybe it's like frame rate stuff. I don't know. Like like maybe their frame rate might be really well because it's the Wii version, but definitely won't look good. Definitely won't. Uh, will not play. Force Unleashed on Switch, but, you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah, it's like, if you've never played Force Unleashed before, it's like three bucks on Xbox right now. Just play it there, or PC, anywhere, honestly. Don't play the Wii version. Um, and then, okay, this is building up to the big bombs. Um, how do you feel about this one? New update for Metroid Dread. With another one coming in April. The one that dropped Day of the Direct is two new difficulty modes. One hit kill dread mode and increased recovery uh, rookie mode. That makes the game a little easier. Yeah, I have two things to say. One, um, I like the premise of this for Metroid Dread, right? Uh, Cool, cool thing to include for those that, you know, are looking for more of a challenge or less of a challenge as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely cool to see that there and everything. Um, but what I like about this is that I, you know, I'm not the biggest Nintendo guy, right? So like, I don't have my ear to the ground that much on Nintendo, but I feel like this is something that they don't typically do. Like they don't typically like really update one of their older games, right? Like, is that something that happens a lot? Like, that, like, adds content, right? Of course, we have another big bomb that we will talk about as well later on. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm I, this this feels a little bit like a new trend with Nintendo that, like, you know, I I, I would like to see more if, if this is something that's that's going down. Or if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. if this is something that they, they have done in the past, whatever, um, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll eat my words. But they've... They've definitely released free content updates within a year of release for a game. Like, Mario Odyssey got uh, some Luigi mode within a year. Animal and Crossing, too, as well. I think another thing. Yeah, Animal Crossing's gotten plenty. Um, all the Mario sports games have gotten additional content updated for free within 
six to 12 months of release. Uh, Zelda, I think, I don't know if it got free stuff, but it definitely got expansions. Um, so yeah, it's they've, they've definitely done that before, for sure. Uh, but I think the um, interesting thing here is that the update is in response to a lot of the discussion around Metroid Dread recently, or when it launched. And, but the exciting thing for me personally is they're adding a boss rush mode in April, which uh, I love the boss fights in that game. So being able to just run the gauntlet whenever I want uh, would be very, very, very nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, uh, but yeah, cool that more people can play Metroid. I think the game is def- definitely a bit of a curve. So if you're nervous before because of the difficulty, I think rookie mode is probably a good way to experience it. And... The final quick hit before the bombs are something we alluded to before as of Day of the Direct. Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings have released on the NES and Super Nintendo apps. People think that maybe this is teeing up Mother 3 at E3 this year with Game Boy games coming to the the online sub. I could see it. But uh, yeah. If you've never played Earthbound before, I haven't. I might check it out. I, I do hear that you you should start with the second one, though. Start with Earthbound what? on the Super Nintendo. So. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But the big bombs. You brought one up earlier. Switch Sports. Uh, are you going to sign up for the no. test? I no. think I'm at work all the times that they're doing the tests. I don't think I can mm. participate. So, um, but I'll I'll uh, sit it out. They have my money. I'll buy it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's all good. Yeah. I do wish that there was some boxing in there. What's up with that? You know, I I was a fan of box because what bowling's in there, right? Yeah. So they've announced there's six sports coming with the game, which. Also is releasing for 40 bucks digitally. If you go retail, it's 50 and it comes with uh, an accessory for one of the sports. But it is bowling, soccer, tennis, badminton, and the sword fighting from Resort. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. all those are available at launch with online multiplayer, uh, ranked matchmaking, like a last man standing bowling game. Uh, really weird modifiers and challenges for all the different sports. And then this fall, as a free update, they're adding golf. So I'm right. with you. It'd be nice if they had baseball and boxing. I would yeah, not rule that too. out. Yeah. Like, maybe we get that in the future if they're adding golf post-launch. But, uh, I bet. yeah, I'm in on this. Yeah. I'm in on this easy. Yeah, yeah definitely. Which was at launch, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, you know what? It, it, mm-hmm. it, it It's cool that it's here and, like, and like, I guess it's interesting that like this is kind of like one of the the big games that's like starting like what Nintendo has said is like the the second half of Switch, right? That like mm-hmm. we're we're like on the part two of Switch, if you, or like the second phase. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, at, at at least it's here finally. You know, it's cool, and it's right around the corner in April. You know, so real yeah. cool, um, real cool. I'm with you. I think I understand why they didn't do this at launch just for, like, the image they were trying to set up. Like, 
nobody bought once you switch so it wouldn't have hurt <laughs> but um but like everyone that bought switch sports sure yeah i, I think the, the that's thing the thing is I'm, though that that, it, that i'm confused about like i guess like they were mm-hmm. trying to do something different okay i cool i you know yeah but come on man I think one of the downfalls of the Wii, and they're aware of this, is that the reason that software stopped selling later in its life is because it had this super, super casual appeal with Wii Sports out the gate. So I, when the Switch launched, they wanted to go back to basis of, like, we're Nintendo makes games for gamers still, and that's why Zelda was the big focus. So... I understand why it's it wasn't at launch. I do. I'm with you. I think it's very late because we've all been saying like just do Switch Sports, just make Switch Sports for like at least three years now. That's um, actually a really fair point that you you brought up. That that yeah. actually really does check out. Yeah, because they did not lean into marketing with children or anything for at least the first year of the Switch. It was all yeah. like millennials commercials stuff like that. So right, right. Um, I do wish it was because it, it's 40 bucks it's not full price i wish it was included in the expansion pack i think that would have been a very like a no-brainer move because just to get people to subscribe to it because that's what they want right now um but yeah like you said i'm i'm getting it so i'm gonna try out the demo i think the first one is this weekend so i'll, I'll have impressions of it next week beautiful beautiful so that is april 29th Looking forward to it. Um, the other thing, Mario Strikers. Uh, I know you don't have experience with it. This is the best Mario Sports game that's ever existed. Mm. And I'm sure you've seen with golf and tennis, people were like, these feel half-baked when they came out, you know? Yeah. The great thing with Strikers is that for Strikers on the GameCube, Strikers Charged on the Wii, and now with Mario Strikers Battle League, the new one, Next Level Games has been the developer of all three, where with the Mario Tennis and Golf, things have shifted around with producer leads and the studio hierarchy with, I believe Camelot was responsible for those, and Camelot made bad Mario sports games on the Wii U as well. Next Level Games has not missed because the most recent thing they did was Luigi's Mansion, which is visually and critically one of the best hyped-up games on the Switch. So Next Level delivers with their products, and I don't think they would ship a half-baked Mario sports game based off their track record. So, Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. This is one to get excited for, I think, because I also never thought they would do it again. So um, That is, I think, June. That one's dropping then, so that's a day one for me as well. But And again, online, eight players, violence. You can drop I like, Luigi into an electric fence. I like the comic book kind of, like, look mm-hmm. to it. Very yeah. nice. Because really nice that, that's the thing. The Strikers always had that edge and that art style to it. And since the Wii was the last Strikers game and everything since then, people thought like Nintendo just wanted to get Mario and everybody to be like cleaner and kind of sterile with a lot of the way they're presented. But after Luigi's Mansion, 
which again people like were shocked that that game worked on switch with how detailed some of the characters looked and everything and the animations i think next level just brings it so yeah the fact that they were able to carry over the vibe of the old games was surprising and that's the reason i thought if they ever did it again it would be bad because they would just neuter a lot of the the style but i'm very glad it's there so the last thing or there's also xenoblade chronicles which is going to be a big 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 game that's september um i'm looking forward to that personally but the last thing mario kart 8 deluxe showed up big time at this show uh we talked about this as a hypothetical last week and it actually happened so i want to hear your thoughts we're getting the mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass 25 bucks from march 2022 to the end of 2023 we are getting 48 tracks being added to mario kart 8 what do you think of this so like knee jerk right it's like okay this is great right there's there's very little here to like nitpick and like really complain about right we're getting 48 remaster courses they're gonna be giving them batches so it is cool to have like a bit of like a smash reveal type of cadence where hopefully you know we we get a, a regular unveiling here and there every couple months that could be like a really cool hype thing as well right um and to like have something like that again right like is 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 real cool um a lot of these courses i remember from the wii version and the Mm -hmm. uh, ds version as well so really cool to see those come to the forefront that's the extent of my mario kart knowledge pretty much is just like from the wii and the ds versions um 25 dollars that's a very 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 attractive price for all 48 courses you mm-hmm. love to see that. Very, I'll say it, un-Nintendo-like. Because sure, yeah. I, I thought, I'm like, yo, you could easily done $60 for this, you know? But um, yeah, really it's, cool. It's, there's 48 tracks in 8 Deluxe right now. Like, this is doubling the size of the game. It's a new Mario Kart game, essentially. <laughs> But it's not. Let's 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 hold that. Let, let's let's put a pin now. Okay. But um, yeah, really, really, really cool. There, you know what I'm saying. Um, also, I'll throw out there as well. Really cool that it's on the expansion pass. I may or may not have talked to one of my boys that uh is in the family plan. I may be uh in the final wave of deliberations to getting into that into that family pass. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Christian, for the low low. You know what I'm saying. I might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, like overall, like when you look at their face value, right? There's really little to complain about, right? And like ultimately, like I'm not gonna go on my speech what I'm about to do next, in like in a truly like negative shitty way, because ultimately, like this is a really cool thing that they are doing, right? Mm-hmm. My thing also is that at the end of the day, right? It's 2022, and they announced. DLC that will go through 2023 mm-hmm. for a Wii U game. You know? And like that this this has to mean that we're not getting a a a brand new Mario Kart 9 or Mario Kart 10 or whatever they call it, right? In any time soon. Yeah. Right? It, that will be a switch like honestly, I don't even know if it would be a Switch to launch that because I, I could I could see them shift this to just be their platform. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. People have wanted for a long time. Like I personally, I never understood the fervor for like I understand it, right? But 
I was never somebody clamoring for Mario Kart 9 because I don't, like, mechanically, I don't know what you improve off of the formula of 8. I, I think it would just be, it's a new gimmick, and most of the time when it's a new gimmick for a Mario Kart game, it gets old. Like, I think the gimmick, quote-unquote, that 8 has is the zero-gravity stuff in certain portions of the track, which don't create a problem. Like, the Wii, the gimmick was motion controls, which are still included in here if you want them. Um, double Dash, I could like I could see them go back to Double Dash. That's a thing people talked about before, but they could easily just add that as a mode in this. Like, I, I understand why there was hype for a Mario Kart 9, I was just not somebody who was like feeding into that. I for since they added this game on Switch in 2017, I was hoping they would just add to it. So it's late, very like very yeah, very surprisingly late. late, dude. It's like almost a decade. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's where it's hard to sour me. Where it's like, damn, like we're, we're are we really gonna jump up in arms and 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 throw a fucking parade because they're doing a DLC pack for a ten year old game? Like. You know, like, and, and, and like, it's not that Mario Kart 8 plays bad. It plays great. It's a great game. It's a great Mario mm -hmm. Kart experience. I l love it, right? It's a great mm -hmm. game. But, like, what what, what could something new bring? Like, we, you know, like, like, yeah, like what, I, what is something that, like, they could push beyond? And, like, what could Mario Kart become? You know? That's, that's the thing, though. Like, I don't know what... They could like this feels. It's like not Smash for us Ultimate. to decide, though. It's for them to do and for them to conjure up. And and you know, f there's talented people at Nintendo, right? It's not our job to to will it into existence or like come up with it, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's that's not our job, you know? Sure, but I I, I don't think that means that this isn't exciting. That's why I said all the good things at the front. Like like yeah, I know like inherently like you can't really poke a hole in this. Mm-hmm. You know, but like ultimately, like when you really step back and I like, look at it from like a grand standpoint, it's like, damn, it is DLC for a 10 year old game and there aren't any brand new courses, right? Like they're just ones from the past. It, it, it like technically, yeah, I think it depends on who you ask, because there's also the thing they're doing here that I think is interesting is that um, with the courses they're adding they are bringing in mario kart tour tracks which okay. are only new, they're new original tracks that have been created over the last two years i think for the mobile game which for a large portion of people they've never touched like i've never touched any of them so i will be getting like newly designed mario kart courses here because i just refuse to engage with the mobile thing so technically they're not new but for a console release they are because they're also the remastering process at least what they've done so far with eight was every old track they brought in was reworked remixed and redesigned with zero gravity elements i don't know if they've said it one way or the other if that's happening but the way they've talked about they're remastering the courses and the way they talked about when eight was coming out, how they remastered courses, that meant they brought in um, zero gravity because with every Mario Kart game, there are the original tracks that come with it, and then equally or more, there are old tracks. Like that was the case with Wii, with DS, with all of them. So 
when we get a Mario Kart follow-up, if we ever do, it will be whatever's new with addition to remastered ones. So when I say we're getting an essentially a new Mario Kart game, we're getting a new Mario Kart game's worth of stuff because if we did get a 9 this year, it would have had new courses and equally or more remastered ones. So that's what I meant from that standpoint. And I know it's like reaching with the tour stuff, but I do think that's something to, to take into account where for many people, all the tour stuff is new. So, I mean, yeah, but like they're not new. <laughs> like, like, you know, but like, I know you, you know that. And I do get your mm-hmm. point where it's like not a lot of people play tour, you know? Um, yeah. Cause also the, the way you interact with tour is different from a typical Mario Kart game where you don't have full control. Like, yeah, I've played it. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't enjoy it that much. Yeah. 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 So those courses being redone to work with an actual Mario Kart game and be remixed will be like, like it's weird. It's like new. It's like the same reason when we were talking about crash before. And I was like, it's weird that they classified the car, the new car crash cart racer as a remake when, a lot of it is like new physics and new elements to the tracks. Like kart racers, I think are weird where it, it, like the course is not as unique as it could be in in, in a different game because of the mechanics. Like there are different elements of the way the game functions that could make the courses different in the way you think about them the way the race turns out and stuff like that so yeah on a technical like on paper thing yeah nothing new is being added but again i don't think that that detracts from anything and i don't think that's what you're saying either but um yeah i get the people that are bummed for mario kart 9 or 10 or whatever it's gonna be i'm not one of them and i think this is gonna sell stupid numbers (laughs) Still. Yeah, yeah, no, like it's it's definitely gonna sell. I'm 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 gonna say straight up straight up, I'll be a part of the quote unquote problem that I'm I guess kind of alluding to, right? Mm-hmm. I will be buying this, right? But it is like a damn, like, you know, last week when I said I want new Mario Kart, I didn't mean this. I even mm-hmm. told you, like, I don't think like I thought it was absurd. Like, why would you do DLC for Mario Kart eight at this point? Mm-hmm. You know? It's it's yeah. it, it it's twenty twenty two. Mario Kart mm-hmm. 8 came out in, what, 2012 with the Wii U? Literally 10 years ago? Like, we were all in middle school? Are you serious? Like, you know? I mean... Yeah, I forget when it was, but... I, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, when... Yeah, like... Uh, when I meant new Mario Kart, like, I didn't mean just, like, new Mario Kart content. Like, like I, I really want to see, like, what can you do with a Mario Kart from the ground up on the Switch? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know... Like, Deluxe is a different skew of that, but, like, and it's a bit of a remaster, if you will, if you want to call it that. Yeah. But, I, 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 like, you know, like, what, no, what, yeah, I, I hear what can what we do saying. differently and, like, push Mario Kart to a new bound, you know? That's yeah. what I was looking for, you know? But I hear what you're saying for sure. I think the reason that I was hoping they would do more stuff for 8 was just because I've seen what a gimmick can do because they feel like they have to do something different with Nintendo. And truly, I think this is the best kart racer I've ever played. So I don't personally, as a fan, as somebody who like enjoys this game, um, I would be nervous about them changing things for, for the fuck of it. 
because that's worked out poorly in the past for them. So it's a it's a game that I think is rock solid and is like a 10 out of 10 in the way it controls and everything it offers, but I've been playing the same tracks for so long that having double the amount to interact with in this game that I think is the like the pinnacle kart racer for me and for a lot of people like th- this is exactly what I needed at the moment where I hear what you're saying of but what could a new thing bring I and like on top of that like if yeah. we get a new thing that you're not vibing with like it's not like Mario Kart 8 is gonna like die right true like you can go back and still play that so like I'll even get I don't really even like understand that frame point where it's like you don't have to play the new one if you don't want like, like it if you really think that Mario Kart 8 is like the pinnacle of kart racing right and like mm-hmm. that's like a completely valid thing that you can say right yeah having something new and 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 having a new line of Mario Kart would not take take away from that. I mean, yeah, because that's what Tor did, and that's like I'm not playing it, and they consider Tor mainline. Exactly. So like, exactly, yeah. That's the thing. Like they're make they're putting the the stuff they've worked on recently into the better game. So like, I, I think what I hope this is doing, and like what I said earlier, where it's a hope. If this is them shifting into making eight deluxe, um, I mean, like the logo is already Infinity Sign. So, like, if they just make this their Mario Kart platform, where I think it looks really good, runs really well on Switch, uh, and in a future hardware, they can make it look even better. Like, I don't think, like, that would be the the best scenario in my opinion of just as a as opposed to like a new experience and like seeing what they could do. I get that. I get that. That's a potentiality, but like still. Yeah, because really? I think, I mean, it's the same thing with Smash, where I don't think we need another Smash game for, personally, like ever. I I think whatever Smash is next is not going to. Well, be. no, I mean, how, how? I mean, like eventually we'll we'll need a new Smash. How can you say that? What do you mean? Because in, what do you like? Old fighting <laughs> games live on forever, Kevin. Like there are still yeah, people no, playing. I, like, yeah, yeah, I. I I totally get that, but like, there's there's still a new iteration. Like like it's still an ongoing franchise. You know, it's not like they they, they can't throw in the towel. I mean, right? I think they can if the framework We're, is there and they can just add stuff to it in the future. Because that seems to be the shift with a lot of really big properties now, where everything is ongoing. We have a platform. We're improving on it, right? So like. I, I personally would just rather have new content added to the good framework of a Mario Kart 8 or a Smash Ultimate than have to buy a new one every three years, personally. Like, eventually, like, yeah, like, I I I do see a future where, like, Mario Kart is a platform, right? But, like, do we have to start with the one that was from 2012, I mean, I get that. Like, I just don't do know we, what... Do we, do we have mm-hmm. to, though? Like, can we have a new game that has that, has that like, platform mentality in mind at the forefront of its release, right? And, like, go from there? Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I just don't know, like, how you prepare a game differently. That's not racer. for us to decide. We're not game designers. Right, but, like, what... In your eyes, what's different about a Mario Kart 9 that's designed as a service out the gate? than what eight is now and what we're getting out of eight. Like I I I get that question, but it's like again, like that's not for me to conjure up. Like I'm I'm the consumer. I just want something that's 
new and like pushing the bounds of Mario Kart, right? And like to 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 reinvent pushed, what, though, what Mario... the thing. That's what I'm saying. Let's push it again. <laughs> Let's push it again because the last Mario Kart console game was in 2012, right? With Mario Kart 8, right? Like I know they treat it was Mario 2014 Kart actually. I, I did check. It's 2014 for Mario Kart 8, like the vanilla version. Yeah, vanilla. Like was the base on Wii U. Okay, okay, 2014. Okay, so eight, eight, eight-year-old game. I think we can do better than an eight-year-old game. I think Nintendo could do better than that than what they did in 2014. Like, like there's, there's no way 2014 could be the magnum opus or like the pinnacle of like you know. I know it is now, but like, what could it be? What could it become? You know. I just, I just, I just don't know. Like. If like retrofitting an older game that albeit yeah plays great, we've we've established that Mar- Marker Eight's a great game. Little complaints there, but like retrofitting that to be like a platform type of thing for for the next two years, like is that really the most exciting thing in the world to everyone? Like, I mean, I you think know? in the specific case of a kart racer, it can be because truly for a kart racer, I don't know what you do outside of throwing a weird gimmick at it. So and then on on top of that, all of these courses you can experience in prior games, you know, which like I I I totally get your angle of like, hey, there are going to be courses here that I will not recognize for sure that were on Mario Kart Tour. I get that, right? So like, yeah, in plus, a sense, like to like a lot of people, in essence, it's it is new tracks, but they're not new. They're not. No, they're, I know, they, but the thing they, is, like, with Mario Kart new, also, you know? like, there's always, every game comes with remastered tracks, and they're all different experiences because each Mario Kart plays differently than the last one, to some degree. So, with 8, it is different shortcuts, upside-down tracks, the zero-gravity stuff, and, again, so far, what they've done with remastered courses with this build is do that. So, when I race... Uh, Toad's Turnpike on 8 Deluxe, it's different than when I played Toad's Turnpike on the N64 because mechanically there's things that 8's doing that weren't possible or weren't implemented back then that change the experience. So, like, I I think retrofitting 8 Deluxe, like, I don't know... I don't know if it is a problem because... The, you're not really re- the only thing you're changing is you're just throwing more stuff at it and you could add new modes in the future it's not like you have to change the structure or interface of how people engage with the game and another thing too that i saw when i was researching this i didn't know was um if you don't get the pack or pass or whatever um and you're playing online in like matchmaking lobbies you can still play the the tracks even if you don't own them which i think is a good thing too so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like at the end of the day, right? Like, it's just if if it was a choice of like, hey, would we rather for the next two years retrofit Mario Kart Eight to have more remastered courses from our previous games, right? Um, for twenty five dollars versus invest all that time. Granted, probably not a lot of times being put into re remastering courses, right? Like, I don't think that's like the most uh, time-consuming thing in development, as far as I'm aware, right? Or we work on a new experience for the Switch platform for the Mario Kart franchise, right? Like to me, the new thing sounds way more appealing, you know. And like once again, as 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 I said from the top, inherently, when you just look at this from just on paper, 
not a lot of bad here to say. Really, I'll say pretty like I'd say the only somewhat bad thing is like it'd be cool if there were brand new courses here. You know mm-hmm. that 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 would be great. Like let's say uh, two out of the eight that we'll get in a given drop are brand new courses. I think that would have been a nice cherry on top, right? But I still like I I don't I I would have loved to get word of a new experience from Mario Kart. You know, and mm-hmm. like see what we could do in 2022 and not build on a game from 2014, you know? Yeah. I, I you know think what I'm saying? Also, no, I, I, I yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I think also with the just the jump of Nintendo's stuff, like Switch is in a similar, like hardware wise, it's in a similar ballpark to what the Wii U was. So like, I don't know how much, adv- how much better either visually fidelity or performance wise like a switch original mario kart would be um so like that's another reason why i don't think for me i'm minding or pining for nine that much but yeah like everything you're saying i understand completely yeah Um, i don't know and it's also like so sometimes i feel like when i talk about nintendo it's like because i feel like i've always had this type of tone where like (laughs) like i just feel like i want something out of nintendo that like they just i guess they just aren't I guess they just don't, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I know I have to understand that, but, like, it's, like, damn, like, even those that, like, love Nintendo are just, like, yeah, this is this is great. We're happy, period, you know? But, yeah. like, I, I don't know. Like, like Well, that's the no thing, dude, because, like... Is, is, is anyone bothered by this? I don't like, think so. Like a, Everybody's like, happy with this, because that's the thing. Mario Kart is, like, a 10 out of 10. It's Mario Kart 8 is a perfect kart like, racer. God, but but what could we get that like what is like y- y'all don't see the potential like what could be in like 2023 or like 2024 with a brand new Mario Kart like y'all are just cool with like what you have now and like that's it that that you've had for almost 10 years I don't know like may- maybe I'm the problem I don't know but, I, I don't um, think it's a problem I, I just think it's but, like, like yo but if they announce DLC for fucking second son I'm not gonna treat that like a brand new like over the moon. Well, the second hype. Son a ten out of ten game. <laughs> but like, come on! But like, dude, it's a 2014 game. Like, I know Mario Kart's great, but like, come on! You know what else like, is a 2014, real? Kevin? Fucking that 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 dumbass indie game called Bloodborne. Yeah, like whatever. Like, would like re, like so? Would you rather get DLC for Bloodborne or get a brand new Bloodborne game from the you original you, developers? You can't like, come ask on me now. That. Oh, from original from? Yeah. Like it's what the would same you team. Have? It's making same them, team. They're making a sequel. Let's 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 do, wait. What? Like it's the it's it's not Blue Point. It's the same team from software. Yes. Yeah. Miyazaki, like let's everybody. let's yeah let's 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 have a direct comparison here. I know that's um hypothetical. Well, Bloodborne's but, a 2015 let, game also, but I would take the sequel from them because Bloodborne isn't a perfect game with that formula, where they could improve it. I I don't like. There's nothing wrong with Mario Kart Eight. <sighs> I don't know. That's the like, difference. I think. It's f- like, it's fine that it's a perfect game, right? I'm, but like, is that really the write-off to just never having an an, an evolution again? Really? Like, what got like 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 they can do it again? Is that a is that at all a consideration on the table? Like, it's not like every like it's not like because you've done ten out of ten, you can't do mm-hmm. it again. 
right? No, I, like, I this don't is, think this any, is yeah. this is Nintendo. Like, like, like they are so good at making high quality games that are airtight in terms of quality. Y'all wouldn't sure. want to see him do it again. I mean, I think the hesitation comes in where with the Switch era with some of these like more evergreen games, some of them have been disappointing at launch. So I think that's part of the reason as well. Like we were just talking about the sports games, right? Where there's some really great 10 out of 10 Mario sports games. And then the ones that we got on Switch from the same people were bad. So then launch. shouldn't you guys be more loud at those games? As people opposed are to funny being a lot okay? about those games. I mean, shit. Maybe be louder. I don't know, but like, like, like. Kevin, people are screaming know, about these games. I don't and know. Even with Mario Party, like the Super Mario Party game was like, hey, this one doesn't suck at least, but it's not great and it's half baked. Nobody was really happy with it, and uh, like, there's there's a vocal audience. I think when Nintendo fucks up for their half baked, underperforming, disappointing follow ups to things that were great in the past. So, I, I think. With the switch, because even Animal Crossing, that was another thing too, where Animal Crossing did so, so, so well, and it's a great game, but at launch, it was missing so many things from the most recent Animal Crossing. I didn't which was that. Maybe I'm just not in those channels. You're in the I, wrong I, I circles. Yeah, You're in the wrong yeah, circles. Then I, I, I guess I'm in the wrong circles. I didn't hear jack shit of criticism about fucking Animal Crossing. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, I think that. the reason you might have not heard it is because Animal Crossing in its nature is a game that you see what it has to offer the further into the year you get but animal crossing content wise did not match the full release at launch of the 3ds animal crossing until the expansion last year with the update at least like the free update not the the paid one so it took about a year and a half to get animal crossing to a comparable place to where it was before in the prior release which is a lot of people's uh viewpoints on some of nintendo's switch releases that aren't mario or zelda so yeah yeah i don't know man like that's why there's a hesitation for people to get excited with strikers also and that's why i prefaced with its next level who hasn't messed up recently so i i think i hear what you're saying and i think the reason nobody's upset or maybe like very few people are upset is because Nintendo with their iterative legacy great franchises on Switch have missed a couple times. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'll, like I I feel like I'm I, I'm talking crazy when like I think I'm making sense. I think no, right? you do make you do like, make sense. I don't know. But... Like I I just yeah I don't know. Like with with I think I'll just chop it up to like I just don't I just I just don't understand like the fan base sometimes on some things right mm-hmm. where 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 yeah it's like if if this happened on playstation side trust me I, i'm not gonna be over the moon hype for dlc for an eight-year-old game that's remastered stuff that we have that that is content that they've made before you know mm-hmm. like i would around the eight-year mark I'm, I'm i'm around the fucking three four-year mark i'm looking for a new experience mm-hmm. you know and like I think I another know, thing also that might soften this for the majority of the people that are excited about it is and I know it's the same thing about like that well technically, but Mar on the Wii U, Mario Kart sold like I wanna say eight or ten million copies. 
I think. And on the Switch, it's pushing 50. So to the majority of the people playing the, this game now, this is a new Mario Kart game to them that came out in 2017, which I understand going back to what you're saying about the course is not being technically new. <laughs> it's not, though. But it's, I hear I, you. I know it's, it's not, not, but like I hear you, but when the, the like, overwhelming majority that. of people experienced a product for the first time a couple years ago, like it's it's different than that gap. Because the thing is, like, I think the the weird thing is the fact that the Wii U is such a weird blemish. Nobody had that thing, so. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Yeah. Like, I think the reason, like, people think Mario Kart Eight, like the average person who owns it, they're like, oh yeah, that game came out in 2017. Yeah, I'll play more stuff for it. They don't think it's a 2014 game because no, they didn't even know the Wii U probably existed. So, I think that might yeah. also contribute to the reason why there's not people that are upset about it. Like, I get where you're saying, we're like, okay, this is a really random story. But one time, I was in the sauna at the gym, and these two ex lawyers were talking about whether you um whether you like used your um use your like government embodied power when you were in uh uh government right were you more of a spirit of the law or the text of the law right in terms of like if a speed limit is 50 miles an hour are you gonna pull someone over for going 52 miles an hour and go off the text of the law or are you going to let them pass because it's the spirit of the law? They're going around 50. It's not a big deal. Right? Can Among Us be game of the year if it came out two years ago? It's that conversation. Uh, I don't know where that folds in, but I hear you, right? But like, well, it's the same. I, it's like it's, it didn't come out this year, but it had its moment this year. You know, like, that's, oh, it's, okay. Gotcha. Got yes. Very, very, very similar. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I get that, like, quote unquote, yeah, there are some courses here that have not been experienced by the wide Mario Kart fan base, right? Mm-hmm. That does but inherently but 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 we we and like we can't really be doing that when talking about this. I understand that like we can and you're completely valid too, but like maybe I'm just thinking it differently. I don't know, but like there's no there's no new courses. And Mario Kart 8 is not a Switch Mario Kart. <laughs> like it it came out on just like Zelda Breath of the Wild is not a Switch Zelda. Right? It is. It was developed for Wii U, but it launched on Switch. It it Like Mario Odyssey did was the same thing. So do you consider Mario Odyssey like it didn't release on Wii U, but it was developed for Wii U. So Did it did it release on Wii U? Odyssey no. Okay, then 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 it it is it's it's a Switch Mario game. Okay. Is Miles Morales a PS4 game? Sure. Yeah. There was is a Ragnarok PS4 version a PS4 of that game? game. Yeah. Is Horizon yeah. a PS4 game? All these are PS4 yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. There is a PS5 version of it. Absolutely. Like, yeah. There is a PS5 okay. iteration and skew of those games, but mm-hmm. Return was a PS5 game, right? Mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank Bridge Apart is a PS5 game. Yeah. Like, like that's that's the nature of it. Yeah. 100%. Okay. There, I will talk about the PS5 version of those games. And there are significant differences with those versions, but yeah, at its at its core, yeah, it's a it's a it's a PS4 game. Okay, that has a PS5 I, version. Well, that right? 
the thing you're saying there is going back to like the this is the text of it right because like you like everybody considers miles morales a ps5 game because it was a launch game you know it's a ps5 launch title you can also say that as 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 facts just as zelda was a switch launch title absolutely Mm -hmm. but it released on wii u yeah but i think this is just semantics at this point because does it matter like what does the public think it matters because the they're putting consensus. out DLC for an eight-year-old game, and it's like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? And a, and a, and a system that is, what, okay, one, one gen ago, but, you know, like, I don't know. I just, I, like, we had this same kind of conversation recently about Nintendo. I forgot what was the content. Oh, it was the, um, it was the online service, right? Where it's like, yo, Nintendo can do better. They can do better than than remastered courses for an eight year old game. I I believe that they can do better, and I want to see them do better than that. You know, but if if the fan base doesn't want it, I guess I'm just crazy. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm wild to assume that eight years in we'll get a new Mario Kart. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it, <laughs> I don't it, know. it truly. I think it just depends on the context of the game, because like, there's plenty of games where you could tell me like, would you want a sequel or DLC for it? And I would just say DLC because it depends on the game. Like, I never want a Destiny three. Just keep making Destiny two stuff. Like, it's the same. And I know Destiny two was like retro, like planned out the gate as a service game, but like, I don't think Mario Kart eight has to be like. I don't think a new Mario Kart would change significantly, if at all if it was prepped to be a service game. Like, I, I think with a specific case, it's like, it depends on what you go to that game for. And with Destiny, it's the mechanics, the shooting, and how everything works. With Mario Kart, it is the way the control works, the speed of it, the balancing of everything, and just more things to do with those systems is appreciated and my preference. So it's the same reason, like, what, like Counter-Strike still gets played, Counter-Strike still gets updates for things. Like, I, I think it just depends on the audience and the game. Where I, I hear you, it wouldn't work for like, we're releasing DLC for The Last of Us Remastered. Why? You know, like I get that. I, I think it is a matter of what the goal of the game is. And when Mario Kart is to race on a bunch of different tracks and have fun with the way the game works. So I think that's the reason. Like, I think it would also be way worse and more people would be questioning it if it was closer to full price, I think is the other thing. Where if it has as much content as is currently in the game and they like if they were charging $60 for this also, then I think there would be a problem. And like you said, they could do it, but they're not. So... Yeah, I think that's another factor to consider. So I don't know, man. I I I just want better for the Nintendo game offerings that we've been getting. But I guess I don't know, man. I guess uh, perhaps in the future I'll be looked at as a as a as a unsung hero that <laughs> you know what I'm saying that 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 pioneered a new age of innovative mm-hmm. Nintendo games that are not expanding on eight year old games. But we'll see, man. We'll see, dog. We'll see, man. We'll see, man. I will I will stand alone, man. It's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all good, man. But trust, even after all that, I'm gonna still cop this though. Let me let me know, let me let mm-hmm. me also be clear on that. I will be a part of the quote unquote problem. 
The thing is, you keep saying that. I don't think it's a problem. I don't think anybody's VPN is a problem except for you. By by, like quote unquote problem, I mean just like the like negative slant that I I have, where where it's like there there's gotta be people that agree with me, right? I mean, there's people that really wanted nine, but I think after they've like had a couple of days, I didn't see. I haven't really seen any negativity. I've seen reactions where people were like, "What? So nine's dead?" But I don't think anybody was mad. I don't. I haven't seen anger. I'm not mad, like, like you know, but, like, it's just, like, damn, like, we're, it's, it's DLC for an eight-year-old game. That mm-hmm. was, you know, like, that's, there's, that technically doesn't have, not, it technically, you know, text, text of the law doesn't have new courses mm-hmm. in there either. And it's being released all the way through, not only this year, but next year. Yeah, I do think with the, we didn't really touch on that too much, but like with the release cadence they have uh, in terms of how many they're dropping, I do think it's good because they're releasing two cups at a time, so it's eight courses every drop. So yeah, I don't know what the gap will be between them, but eight oh, eight courses, that is good. That is good. Two cups. That's nice. Two cups at a time. I don't know, man. I don't know, dog. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Uh, Kevin, where can everybody find you? <laughs> uh, YouTube.com is a place in source. Um, of course, Horizon for Forbidden West is... is um, actually, by the time uh, this launches, you can watch my first stream of Horizon. Definitely go do that. Um, I'm a little scared because I think me and the guys are going out for my birthday this weekend. And it's like, uh, like, can we... Is it, <laughs> I like want to ask, like, hey, can we move it to next weekend? But so I don't coded. know. I th- <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like I think there's a reason why it's this weekend and not next weekend mm-hmm. that I'm unaware of but it is what it is it is what it is but uh but uh definitely I will play it as you know be uh, streaming my first playthrough and of course Twitter at PSOrsVids and uh, definitely check out my full thoughts on Kingdom Hearts One on unlocking Kingdom Hearts on podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, etc. All that good stuff. Um, and as well as Cameron Hawkins, you, you, Cameron Hawkins YouTube channel as well um, on YouTube. And um, yeah, that episode one will go up shortly. Not sure when, but it will. It is imminently. Mm-hmm. Sometime before the I'd end say of March, right? Within. I'd say within the about within the month of February, I believe. Oh, okay. I mean, we got like well, I think there's two weeks of February left. I keep thinking this one for some reason. Yeah, it does feel like it's a late February, but I think it's this month. Okay. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at JoyClicks. You can see when we put up new episodes of this show or other shows. You can follow along there. You can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Shun2D2. Uh, youtube.com slash joyclicks got more in-depth thoughts on pokemon legends arceus going up within the next couple days this episode of gamescast goes up on friday there should be a new pokemon discussion on monday so you can check that out on the youtube channel or podcast services where you can find this show as well just look up joyclicks joyclicks gamescast you'll find it rating and reviewing on your given platform would be appreciated because it helps the show out a ton to use a quick second and we appreciate it and of course, if you'd like to support the shows more, you can go to patreon.com slash joyclicks at the one and five dollar tiers. Five bucks giving you producer credit on every show we produce, like Aaron Easton and Jose Garcia. So thank you very much. And that is it for another games cast next week. Uh Horizon Talk. Look yes, forward sir. to that. Yes, sir. Um, 
Elden Ring won't be out yet, unfortunately. So uh, it's probably a big Horizon show next week. Maybe some final thoughts on the ending of Pokemon and yeah. uh, whatever else happens. So Indeed. Oh, and Uncharted. Uncharted movie review. Look forward to that. That too. That too, yeah. <laughs> so That too. Do uh, we have a new milk that we want to review next month? or I mean, next week, or we're good for now? I think, I think we're good. I don't know how many more milks okay. there are. I don't know. I don't know. I'll uh, next time I'll 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 look and see if there's one. <laughs> Dehydrated milk, baby milk. Get the like the formula maybe. When was the last time you tried that? Oh, shit, probably when I was a baby. I don't know. <laughs> probably. I don't know. I don't know. Oh man. All right. Well, until next week. Stay safe. Have a good week. It's pizza time. It's pizza time. Uh-huh.